The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, especially if you're an American lady, five foot tall and blue, I'm Ian Lee. Who's that there? Red Boyle. Welcome to the show. Here's oh, Mama Cass. Not now. Not now, Mama Cass. I'm playing this off of YouTube because I lost my uh, lead that connects my. Don't worry about it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, late night alternative, slightly different show. We don't do Brexit, but we might. We're not going to do Brexit, but I think Brexit might be playing something. Uh, here's the thing, right? That I have noticed more so over the past three, two, three weeks. Right, it's got worse, but I think we can sort of trace it back. It has got people have got really short-tempered. And angry and rude and aggressive, right? And it's, it's, it feels like in the last two, three weeks, it has got significantly worse than it has been before, right? It's, it's happened on the, it's, it's affecting me. It's affecting me. If you've listened to the show the last couple of nights, I'm in like a really zen, um, Zen mode. I'm a spiritual giant at the moment, right? But the last couple of nights, 
I found myself getting a little bit angry. I shouted at a woman called Angel on Twitter because I didn't like her tweet. Shouted at her. There was no need for, there was no need for that. I could have ignored it or I could have said, I disagree with that. And again, Angel, if you're listening, I apologise for that. The treatment of Rainbow George. There have definitely been moments when I've been right. I was right to call him out for, for you know, creating false hope that Nigel from Maidstone might get a number one. Maybe some of that. Earlier call, I was a little bit aggressive with Marie. Maybe I was a little bit aggressive. Maybe not. I don't know. But so I, I have been affected by this, this vibe that I, I detect is going around. The callers certainly have. By the way, I think it's a full moon tonight. Could you check that for me, please, Catherine? I will examine the data. I, I think it's a full moon, which means we could be in for one hell of a ride. Um, the callers, some of the callers have certainly been more aggressive recently. Full moon? Yes, indeed. Okay, we're screwed. Oh, hang on. Uh, new moon. Yeah. Is that the same thing? No. All right. New moon's it's different. A, it's a new moon. What is that? What's a new moon? Um, that's the end of that conversation? I'm, I'm researching that well, data well, too. You could have but said I'm, that. My moon knowledge isn't what it should be, and <laughs> I'm embarrassed have said by that. that. I said, when I said, what is a new moon, you just went, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was an honest reaction. <laughs> you see, it's even happened between me and Kath. We're arguing over new moons. I'm not arguing. <laughs> you are a little bit. I'm not. There we go, you see. Um, it's almost like we scripted that little, uh, that little dialogue. Duologue. Um... The callers have certainly been more aggressive. Not all of you. Not all of you. But some of you have had slightly shorter fuses than usual. But put the radio show to one side. By the way, 03444991000 if you want to give us a call. Put the radio show to one side. It's happening outside as well. Twitter. Now, Twitter is never normally the friendliest of places. It's not a nice place to hang out. You wouldn't want to take your kids for a day out at Twitter, really. Um, but it's got worse, I think. The last three weeks, it's got worse. We've had a couple of videos from this show, not quite gone viral, but they've got close to 100,000 views, right? What's that throbbing? Can you hear that? Is that my, it's not my ears, is it? Are my ears gone funny? I think I've gone deaf, huh? I can hear, I can detect a little something, but I've got headphones on and you haven't. What have you got, like spidey senses or something? It feels like a phone on vibrate. Mm. Has someone left a phone in here? Oh, James Wells left his phone in here. That is absolute treasure. That is treasure. Oh, we'll sell that to the highest bidder. Can you hear it, Sam? Mm, like he that. can hear it. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it sounds like the mothership. Now, there's an engineer behind you. I've never seen this guy before. I've seen a lot of Jason Statham films today. He's put a bomb in here. This is what I've <laughs> learned from watching Crank, uh, Death Race, and The Mechanic. There's a bomb in here. Um, oh, well, these things happen. Um, 
but, so Twitter has been particularly unpleasant, even more so than, than normal. And I know that's like saying, uh, you know, that, 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 that there's even more shit in the toilet. But it is, it is, it has been more vicious and more unpleasant recently than it was, I would say, a month ago, even. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And then when we were driving home the last few nights, last night in particular, Catherine, it was, it was like death race. It was anarchy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Just people. Yeah. People, here's the thing, people pulling out in front of you and then getting aggressive because you, because they pulled out yeah. in front of you. Now that, that happens, that happens from time to time. I just say, it wasn't me that cut the other person up. No, that happens from time to time though, but it was happening all the way home last night and then all the way in. And people just, there was a, the, people just stood in the middle of the road. Yeah. Last night and getting arsy when I would beat my horn to say, could you please move out of the middle of the road? End of days. It feels a bit end of day-ish. So here's, I don't quite, I, have you noticed it, first of all? I guess is the first question. Have you noticed, Amy, who um, listens to the show and comes to some of our, our events, works at um, uh, Thorpe Park. Yeah. Uh, uh, and she said that the last couple of months, the rudeness that she has had from some of the customers is happening more often and way worse than she's ever experienced before, right? So I genuinely believe that there is something that is happening out there. Have you experienced it yourself, dear listener? Have you experienced a darker vibe, more aggression? Maybe you've experienced it towards you. Maybe you are brave enough to admit that you've been putting it out there as well. Because I've been, I've been putting it out there. I've caught myself putting it out there. Um, 03444991000. If that's the case, right, and if we, we can establish that this is happening and this is a thing, question two is why? Yeah, do you know what it feels like? Go on. In Batman, when one of the baddies releases a kind of gas that turns everyone a little bit, yeah. that. Yeah. And I know we don't do Brexit. And James has just uh, tweeted, Ian, it's nice to have a radio show that isn't talking Brexit. Please no talk about Brexit. We don't do Brexit on this show. But part of me thinks that Britain is suffering. I'm going to say something and we're going to press record and play on the video. Part of me thinks that Britain is suffering from PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, because of the mental toll that Brexit is taking on us all as a nation, the confusion it's creating, the division that it's creating, all of that has traumatised us as a nation and as people. And also, you add to that that we have got a Prime Minister who is a lying scumbag, and he's obviously blatantly lying, right? He's blatantly lying and manipulating a system to his own ends. He's forcing through this weird proroguing thing where we close, close down Parliament. 
No one knows what's going on. And I think that as a nation, as people, we are suffering. We have got PTSD. We are emotionally and spiritually bankrupt and lost. And that is why there is way more aggression out there. There is way more nastiness and meanness out there. You watch. We're going to send this little clip of me talking about this out as a viral video. Okay? This is going to go out as a video next week. If you're watching this video, scroll through the thread of replies that people are leaving when I say that um, Brexit and a lying Prime Minister have caused this country untold mental harm and that people are suffering with their mental health and anger issues because of that. 0344-499-1000. we got Joe, we got Alan, we'll come to you in a minute. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, we've just had Sam in and the engineer, I don't know your name, I do apologise, we're just going to call you an, the engineer. Uh, uh, both just come in and we've, we've all just stood very silently in the studio trying to work out where this mm, 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 throbbing noises that you probably can't even hear. It's just one of those things. Is Chinese water torture a real thing? It's got louder. Okay, she's just ignoring me I'm now. I'm sorry, I just, it's the, it's the, yes, I think it is, let oh. me... Do you want me to check we don't know what, No, hang on, because we don't know what a new moon is. Are you going to ask me more questions about things? Because I need to know yes, ahead I of time if yes, you expect a Catherine. proper response. Yes, I am going to ask you more questions know, about things because we're doing a radio show. You no, know, but torture and the moon aren't my areas of expertise. What if is a want, new moon? Uh, than the old one. Um, the, 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 the old moon was very thin the other day. Oh, you're day. such a bell. Like let's a toenail go to, let's go to now it's going to be big. Friend of the show, Joe. Good evening, Joe. Hello, how are you? Um, I'm irritable, it would appear. The <laughs> Even though I'm discussing the dark vibe, I still can't shake the dark vibe. You're kicking vibe. it out like no tomorrow. But I'm good, thank I you, Joe. What have you got for us? Right, first of all, I can offset the dark vibe a little bit, because I remember like 15 odd years ago, you know, on the Rise days. Yeah. You used to play Twisted Metal on PlayStation and then trash talk people. That was the original Twitch. I did, well, Twisted Metal, for those who don't know, it's a game where you get, like, a truck, a motorcycle, a couple of other different things, and you basically just ram into each other and pick up weapons and stuff, and, yeah, PlayStation Network, I would, I would trash talk people. Did I trash talk you? No, no, because I never had it on PSN back then. That was, like, I only ever played single player. L loser. Loser. I know, I know. But uh, I was a it's a good game. You can't <laughs> play it on PSN anymore, but I, I bought it the other day for a couple of quid. It's still a great game. Ah. Uh, um, I like the clown, there was a clown car, I like that one. Yeah, the clown car was good. They were, this is what I love about this show. It, 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 we, we, we try and even throw out Brexit when we don't do Brexit. And we get the first call is a very niche call about a video game from 16 <laughs> years ago that only two people remember. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but mostly it was about how you were ahead of the curve on the game and television. Yeah, I should have, I should have got some money for that. Yeah, that must keep you up at night. Um, nah. <laughs> i tell you what kept me up last night was the, with the uh, an episode of Naked Attraction that Kath and I watched yesterday. I watched where, it tonight. Oh, did you watch, did you watch the one with Lauren Harris? Yes. Yeah, we, we saw that. She was very rude, I thought, but it was... She wasn't the one that really um, did it for us, though, was she? Oh, no, we oh, liked the dirty old Christian. I did not see that coming, yeah. did you? Oh, no, 
I'd nearly choked when she was <laughs> She just started like effing and jeffing yeah. straight away. Dirty old Christian. But and no, the episode that kept me up, the episode that kept me up last night was I think last week's episode where the two people went out on a date and they had nothing to say to each other. It was the most no. uncomfortable thing ever. And I can't stop thinking about it, Joe. <laughs> they never do. Did you think on the one with the dirty Christian woman? Yes. When she, when she said to them, like, taste this cake. And then they had to, like, guess what the cake was. But then, first of all, that's a weird, like, in the context of the show, that's weird. Yeah. But then when they, when they ate the cake, She's just like telling them what was in it. She was like, it's a Victoria sponge with clotted cream. But why did they ask them to guess? There were so many questions. Well, the fact that she said they were going to be eating it off her um, pudenda. Yeah. And it was just it was just constant <laughs> kind of, we're going to be doing it, we're going to be doing it, we're going to be doing it. And then when they came back uh, after two weeks, it's like, well, we're going to take it slow. Yeah. What, what happened in between? My favourite, though, were the um, the two lesbians who went back to the hotel room. Then they oh. make, met up again. Will you be seeing each other again? No, because she has a partner. <laughs> <laughs> It's some hey. it's, it's the, the, it's my favourite TV show. It's also, simultaneously, my absolute least favourite yeah. TV it, show. It's definitely yeah. Satan's favourite. Mary Whitehouse was right. Bang on, wouldn't she? They yeah. didn't get, um, what was that woman, Biddy Baxter or something? Biddy Baxter. <laughs> you wouldn't have it, would she? Get no. her in there, get her in the tube. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, did, what, what did you, did, what did you want to call in about? Twisted Metal yeah. and, or, or Fannies? Twisted Metal and Naked Attraction. Okay. Just, just before we move on to negative attraction, though, that well, last night the, she started off saying about like toe jobs and stuff. That was her the first thing she said. I know. It, it was, was just weird. weird from start to finish. That whole part. Yeah. I, Did I, you I, notice? You know the guy with the prosthetic leg, the wooden prosthetic yes. leg. He had a little like a prosthetic foot as well. Where, like the toes were all done, and it was all I had. Also, she could on. suck him off. Oh, God. tuck his toes. Yeah, tuck yeah, his toes. Yeah, probably. She should have gone thing. Do you, hang on a minute, Joe. Do you know the, the the phrase to have a chode? Is that a chode? A chode, yeah. I had heard of a chode before, but I didn't. I thought it was like a turd. I didn't realise it was a. Catherine, you know about chodes. Yeah, I do know. What is it? it? It's a penis that is um, wider than it is long. Why is it called a chode? I don't know. Why I thought that. it was because of the Bruce Springsteen song, "The Ballad of Tom Chode," <laughs> but that may not. <laughs> that may not be. I genuinely, I don't know. We'll have to ask the boss. Uh, but that would, that, <laughs> not Denny, you act, mean actually Bruce. Well, I'll text him afterwards. The time difference makes it difficult to call him while, he, yeah. while we're on air. Why, why do they call it a chode? Why do we it call it a chode? Oh, here we go. We don't do Brexit, but we do do. Why is it called a chode is when the penis is wider than it is longer? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I'm wondering whether it's another word for a button mushroom. Mm. But that's diff. Anyway, I'm just thinking of Bell Ends now. Um, <laughs> And we've got Alan coming up in a minute. Uh, so, go on, Joe, what did you call him? Yes, I was calling about the negativity that you've noticed. Yes. So, the other day I was driving along and I come to a roundabout and a car pulled out and the car who, you know, had right of way, he could have just slowed down and let the guy go, but instead he did the thing, you know, where they do the long bib. Yeah. Like, not a, this is, you might cause an accident bib, but that I'm telling you off bib. He did that. And then as he went past me, this very old man, he looked like a junior soprano. God. He kept going. And, and I kind of watched him, the guy that he'd done the long bib to had stopped. And then he revved his engine really loudly and like pulled a, that went like right the way around the mini roundabout, nearly hitting someone else to chase after the old man. Ooh. And when he went past, 
he was an old man as well. Wow. And, it, and this isn't like Leighton Bobbitt. This isn't like London or anything. <laughs> but it's spreading even into the home counties. Little old men are getting involved. And have you, have you noticed this kind of happening a bit more recently, Joe? This, yeah. this, this, ang- this anger, it's anger. Yeah, everyone's an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> he said calmly. Joe, lovely comment. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's pretty much the conversations we've been having, though, isn't it? It's true, man. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very, very welcome. We're talking about the dark vibe that's around at the moment. You may want to call in about that. You can, of course, call in about anything you want. What is a, why is a chode called a chode? What, uh, what exactly is a new moon? Is Chinese water torture real? These are great phoning topics. I wish I planned these ahead. Or you can just phone in and, 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 and vent. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Michael. Hello. What you got long for us, Michael? No, long time no speak, do you? Long time no speak. Catherine, does that get a bell? I think so. It gets a muted one. <laughs> there we go. Go on, Michael, what you got? Uh, I reckon it's the kids being off school for the last three weeks that sent the uh, parents to do that. Go on. Uh, winding them up. Also, the hot nights as well. That's uh, The hot nights... Possibly. To get it no sleep, sorry. Hot nights, yeah, that could be something to do with it. Global warming could be something to do with it. Kids off school, um, I don't know, because I think Joe there just said it was two old guys that were, were going at it. I, I, I don't think it's just, it's just parents that are frothing at the mouth. I, I think, I, I think it, I think, well, personally, I think it's bigger than that. I think it's more than just the parents that are struggling. I think it's everybody. Seems to be. Have you lost your temper recently, Michael? Yeah, regularly. <laughs> and, and is there any reason? Have you lost it more than normal? Yeah, I get that up a bit sometimes when I'm watching the telly and some of the idiots are on there. But uh, who who uh, would you class as an idiot? Oh, that's the, that's the point, isn't it? Uh, one of them would probably be the leader of the Labour Party. Remind me of his name, Catherine. Jeremy Corbynes. That would be Jeremy Corbynes. Okay. Jeremy Woodbynes. Well, he really winds me up. He really winds me up. I think with Bollis, he's a bit of an idiot, but he's a nice, he's a likeable idiot. Oh, he's a, he's a liar and a racist, but if you like lying racists, then sure, I guess, you know, he's great to get on with. I don't think you can say that about him, really. Oh, I can. He's, he's, li- he's lied, like- and he's been racist. So, yeah, you can call him a liar and a racist. Well, a lot of prime ministers lie. They don't tell the truth. They don't even give you the, 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 uh, an answer to your well, question. Well, 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 okay, just because others have lied doesn't mean I can't call him a liar. We probably thought, no, you can call him what you like. I mean... Well, I, I will. I'll call, I'll call him what he is. He's a liar, and he's a racist. How's he a racist? Pickaninnies. Pickaninnies. That's a racist term. He's not a member of the Club Cops clan, is he? No, again, you don't have to, you don't have to wear, um, bed sheets with holes cut out to be a racist. You can just write <laughs> articles that are read by white middle class people that reference pickaninnies in a throwaway casual manner. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff that he's probably saying, he's, he's somebody's wrote for him anyway, so... No, he the, writes it himself. Does he? Yep. Well, that's time for a bit of money then, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's about a quarter of a million pounds a year, I think, for his, his columns. Yeah, good. 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 No, it's great that he get, gets paid so much money to spout racist, lying nonsense. 
Well, I don't think he does. Well, but he, but he literally... Got your opinion. No, it's, it's not. It, 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 but this is the problem, Michael. This is where we're at at the moment. People don't know the difference between opinion and fact. And what I'm saying is fact. Uh, all right. Well, you know, that thing you was on about, about your, your, your cock being uh, wider than it was longer. Not mine. Not mine. No, if somebody has been run over by a steamroller. Thank you very much indeed, Michael. There we go. 0344 I'll I'll call Boris a lying racist because he lies and he has written things that are racist. So there's not, it's not opinion, guys. It's not opinion. Them's is facts. Them's is facts. Let's go to Cads. Good evening, Cads. I am Mark Cads. And hello to you. Can I start the middle at £4.99? Sorry? Can I start the middle at £4.99? What? But James Brown's phone. Oh, no, we haven't found it yet, but if we do find it, then yes, the the bid, okay, do you know what, I haven't got any paper, we'll get some paper during the next break. Uh, the bidding for James Wales' phone starts at four ninety nine. do we hear any higher offers than that please? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. What are you going to do with it, uh, Alan? Well, it depends on what app's on there, and if it's iOS or Android. Okay, alright, alright, well... I would rather just go through his um, phone book, but there you go. Hey, guess who we bumped into? Guess who wandered into the office tonight, Alan? Who wandered into the office? Let me finish the setup. Guess who wandered into the office tonight, Alan? Absolutely steaming drunk, right? So much so that he walked in very slowly, and I called out his name. I'm going to whack this out. And he turned to look at me. And looked at me blankly for 30 seconds to the point where it was uncomfortable, leaned forward and squinted and went, Ah, Ian! (laughs) Who was it? It was Ian Collins. Oh my god! He was absolutely trashed. Didn't recognise me. And wasn't it delightful? Oh, it was wonderful. We had the best 20 minutes. We got all the dirt. (laughs) Uh, I've also got his phone number and he's going to come on the show one night. Yeah, he's going to come in and sit in with us one night, which, which may be signing my own death warrant once the bosses hear that and go, that's what we want again. We remember. But he used to be on the LBC. So, uh, well, he used to be on talk radio. Um, the original talk radio. The original talk sport. Uh, which, which used to be Talk Radio UK. The original Talk Radio like UK, yes. Yeah, that's it. You got it, buddy. You got it. Yeah, because Tommy Boyd was on the original Talk Radio as well. Yes, he was. Um, we miss Tommy, don't we? Not really. Can you, but it'd be great if he covers again, or you and him do a double header. No. No, listen, I think Tommy should be on the radio again, but I do, I, I much prefer Kath cover, covering for me when I'm gone. I think it's a much better fix. But yeah, fit, but I, yeah, I would love to hear Tommy on the radio. Of course I would. I think he's great. Yeah, and you're talking about Boy Johnson being a liar. Have you asked his dad about that? Have I asked his dad about it? About Boy? I've not, I've not seen his dad for just approaching two years. Yeah, because uh, you took a relationship with him in the jungle. Well, I say relationship. I was forced to get on with someone who kept farting and I thought was a bit of a knob. What? Stanley's also a bit of a trumpeter. 
Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. He was a Trump supporter, shall we say. He was one of those old men that when they just walk, every step a fart comes out. But he was oblivious to it. Mm. We weren't. Meanwhile, he took great offence to people brushing their teeth away from the allotted oh, area, thought, didn't he? He did. He did. Did, well, did they show that or did no, I tell you, you that? No, you told me that. And I he thought, got, that's odd. He would get, you had like a little sort of wash area. Sorry to go on about the jungle. I mean, who cares really now? But you go, you had a little wash area. And then you, if, if someone walked back to the camp brushing their teeth, he was disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, properly would get angry. That sh- that is private. That it was like they were walking around tossing off. <laughs> that should that should be kept private. That is disgusting. Meanwhile, all the time undermining his own argument by passing air over poo outside the toilet and fathering a bell cheese. Oh three four four, just one. The other the other Johnson kids are great. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. What is this dark vibe that's going around? And I'm doing my best to be chilled tonight. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. It wants to burst out of my chest like that um, uh, that creature in the movie Alien. No, hang on. Like that alien in the movie Creature. Uh, Lavinia, you're up next. This is the late night alternative. Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Simon's. Uh, crouching down beside us at last. Denny has listened, the boss of the station has finally given me what I've asked for, a young man crouching down beside me while I broadcast. That's what I wanted, that's what I was promised three and a half years ago, and finally, I've got it. Uh, 0344, sorry? Uh, 499. I'm going to give you a yellow card for that one. Whoa, outrageous behaviour. He's going to do his job, don't harass him. I'm not harrassing him. His job is to kneel down beside me and make me feel good about myself. <laughs> and he's, and he's bowing. <laughs> we have, uh, unsurprisingly, there are technical problems in the 25 million pound studio, but Simon is fixing it. Is it fixed? Yep. There we go. Set, sorted. I love it. Can we keep the pit crew forever? <laughs> Let's go to Lavinia. Good evening, Lavinia. Thank you, Simon. Hello. Hello. It's hello, good to everybody. be back. It's good to be back. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I love you all, and I really, 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 really love your show. Oh, I wonder what you were going to say then. I did wonder what she was going to say then, and she said show, and she's right to say, I love you, Lavinia, and I want to kiss your bum cheeks. Oh, no, and I want to kiss you all over here. Oh, yeah. Kisses all over. Also, both of you, right? But all I want to say before you go any further, right? Yes. All this, all this thing about he's lying, she's lying, this, this, that's lying. All I'm going to say, Ian Cameron was the biggest. Who? Is it Ian Cameron? Yeah, Ian Cameron. Who? uh, put a terrible burden on our country. Who? Ian Cameron. Before, before, uh, Theresa May. Yeah, remember Theresa May? I remember Theresa May. I, I don't remember Ian Cameron. Oh, sorry, David Cameron. There, there we go. We, we go. got I remember that guy. We got, and we, um, we wanted you to remember that yourself. We didn't sorry, want to patronise you. Sorry, 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 Ian Cameron, yes, David sir. Cameron. Yeah. What I want to say, that he has given us a terrible burden, but what we need to remember... You, you've totally I, put... Hang on a minute. You have totally put that camera on the wonk. I know, but it was on the wonk before. 
No, 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 let's have that, because you've now got it pointing upwards on a diagonal. Thank you. Oh, shut your face. Thank you. Go. you. No, she's got, get, get this, Lavinia. She, she's put the camera pointed up, it's pointing up at the ceiling. It's waggling itself. It's not Thank waggling you. itself. Thank you. And also, what I'd like to say, uh, wherever he is, uh, right now, so David Cameron, yeah. he needs uh, to think about uh, what he's uh, done, okay, because he has left uh, Theresa May uh, with a terrible burden. <laughs> what we need to realise, though, Ian, yeah. right, what we need to realise, we need to realise that we are uh, resilient, oh. uh, courageous. I'm not. And, uh, no, we're not. What uh, load of bollocks. Uh, we have got the strength of a lion. Oh, what are you talking? Lavinia, you normally it. speak. No, Lavinia, you normally talk sense. You're talking a load of bollocks tonight. Do you think so? Yes, of course I do. What the, the old British strength of a lion, spirit of a thing we got? What a load of old rubbish. You should cobblers. have seen me trying to heave myself up out of the lake yesterday. I didn't have the strength of a lion. Cobblers. Okay, Ian. Ian, how about this then? Go on, try again. Why do we say a great Britain? Because we're arrogant. No, it's talking about the it's talking about Britain and and beyond the different bits we've got Thank added on. You. No, no, That's it's not saying it's great, it's just saying that it's you know, like like Greater Manchester, that kind of vibe. What we need to realise, Ian, I'll tell you what's gone on here. Well, what's gone on is you just ignores Kath's excellent point where she destroyed your <laughs> rather weak point. But yes, go on. Uh, we need to realise, in a way, uh, we have lost our way, but we need to realise that we are all resilient, you, me and Catherine, everybody else, and if anything comes our way, if it's bad or good, believe it might be bad, uh, we need to embrace it. I don't want to, why would we want to embrace something bad? Are you not, Lavinia, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Normally you're one of our most sensible callers with your head stuck on. I think your head has fallen <laughs> off tonight. Have you been smoking, um, the wacky backy? Ian, Ian, let me show this, this now. Uh, wherever you're coming from, I love you. But I really I love do you love too. You. But you're not talking I rubbish tonight. No, no. What what we need to what we need to remember, Ian, yes. that we have come from uh, Africa, a generation from our ancestors. I'm actually talking from the depths now. Never ever give up because we are courageous. We are resilient, huh? and we can get through anything. Okay. Uh, okay. What's that? Uh, and? What's that got to do with anything? We will overcome anything and everything. Any obstacle that comes our way, we will embrace it. Not with violence or tearing somebody apart. We will embrace it in the right way. Well, what, I mean, if you said to me, well, what is the right way, Lavinia? I didn't say I that. I would say, love them. Love them to death? <laughs> yes! <laughs> like Prince Andrew. Not that he's killed anybody, <laughs> as far as we know. Got it! Got it! Okay. All right. Thanks, thanks, Lavinia. Um, I tell you what we're going to do is we're going to feed that through a computer and then send it off to the laboratory for tests. And when we've worked out what the hell you're talking about, we'll the let results them are in. Know. It was bullshit. Okay. 
0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Paula says, I'm having deja vu. Is this a repeat? Yes. It's the simple answer to that question. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Oh, good evening. How are you? Uh, it's none of your business. What have you got for us? Oh, oh well, I'm going to give you 50 quid for James Wells, please. Whoa! That piddles on Alan Caddick's £4.99. Now we're talking. And, and I'll pay postage and pack him. Oh! We only sell it, send it Royal Mail second class. So that should be about £3.50. Um, all right. What would you do if you had James Wells, if you won the bid for James Wells' mobile phone at 50 quid? What would I do with it? Uh, I'd probably sell it on eBay for about 60 How's that? <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like either, let me run it past, just let me run it past my friend Catherine. So he's going to buy something off me for 50 quid. Yeah. And then sell it on eBay for 60 quid. Now, that's either the greatest idea ever, mm-hmm. or it's absolutely insane. What, what do you think? 10 pounds. 10 pounds difference. Well, but barely worth if it. He's, but he, if he's the highest bidder, yeah. the only, and he buys it for 50 pounds, the only person who would pay more for it is him. Yeah. So he'd be down 110 pounds. Yeah, this guy's insane. Be stuck in an infinite loop. Uh, James, I'm sure someone uh, want James Wales thing. Okay, we will <laughs> we, we will see James. Thank you very much indeed. Um, you see what I mean? Yeah. So the dark vibe. Have you noticed it? Have you noticed it within yourself? Uh, where do you think it's coming from? And um, excuse me, what can we do to stop it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What the hell? Where does the word chode come from? Uh, is Chinese water torture real? And what is a new moon? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative, Kathleen, and on Talk Radio, the radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. We're talking. Well, you know how this works. We, we'll take calls straight to air at some point, a little bit later on in the show, because when it's like this, you can get some interesting stuff uh, sometimes. But we're talking about the dark vibe that just seems to be everywhere, permeating everything. Uh, at the moment, and I've noticed it in London, I've noticed it in Windsor, I've noticed it in Aylesbury, I've noticed it on the show, listening to other shows uh, on other stations, there seems to be a lot more anger, uh, anger on Twitter, on Twitch streams. In the office. Oh, God. Get this right. So last night, we had Dan, the uh, guy who came... Saw us in Belfast. Said, "Can we? Can I come and sit on the show for a couple of nights?" Sure, we can. Really nice guy. Very quiet. Very shy guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Took a lot for him to ask to come Ooh, over. We did. Very quiet guy, and really nice bloke. And um, afterwards, he said, uh, uh, "He said to us, do you mind if we get get a picture with you?'" I mean, yeah, sure. So there was someone working in the office, and he said to her, um, "Would you take a picture?" I handed her his phone, and she said, "Please." And I'm there thinking, the f- this is this guy's like in his what thirty? What, what did I just hear? Could you t- could, would, would you take a picture, please? <laughs> just insane. Uh, was, sorry, what? And then 
she, we were going to take the picture out in the hall by the, and I just went, just take the picture now. And we came out, and I had to apologise to him. I didn't have to, but I felt, I didn't want his parting moment, after having two nights that I was worried were boring for him, his parting moment to have a, a, a grown adult tell another grown adult to go, please. And the thing is, he's such a lovely guy, he went, oh no, that probably was my fault, I should definitely have said, you know, immediately sort of took the... And then he got in the lift and I said, I'm really sorry for that. He said, no, she was right, I didn't say please. I said, mate, come on, that is not... He didn't say it in a rude way. No, wasn't take a photo. Would you mind taking a photo? Please? Incredible. I was going to mention it to her tonight if she were in. She were not. Choose discomfort over resentment. Yeah. Brené Brown. Because yeah. um, I just walked out absolutely fuming that... Don't speak to one of my guests like... Don't speak to another human being like that, right? Because he was polite. Don't speak to one of my guests like... If the, if you felt slighted by the way he said it, then the next day grab me and say, can I just say I thought the way your guest spoke... You say it to me. Don't call... He could, how dare you? How dare you? Your card's marked. That's there, been marked for a long time. There are people she wouldn't have done that to. That's the point. Yeah. Outrageous. It's those moments where you wish he was an undercover boss or something, you know? Oh, man, Because she didn't know who he was. No, I just... like that. And also, his tone was not rude. The, the, the main thing is, his tone was not rude. Incredible. But then, but then, hmm. think on it. Is that us overreacting? And now we're talking about it on air and making things worse. We're stirring the pot of anger and, and hatred. I lost my temper with two um, people on the phone this week. Energy companies... Now, I'm, not, I'm always really polite to people on the phone because they're getting paid naffle, right? Going from one, going from one energy company to another and the, the final bill is too high because they've estimated the reading wrong as they've done the whole time, which is why I'm leaving them. Phoned up and said, you've got, you've estimated the bill too high. I want to give you the, re the proper reading so you can re reduce it. Or oh, we didn't get those, no, those numbers came from your new energy company. They have to change it. And I said, so, so I argued with this guy and I ended up saying, your company is effing sh rubbish. Whoa. This, is, <laughs> okay. this is why I'm leaving. Put the phone down. Then I went to the new energy company. They went, no, 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 no. Those figures come from your old energy company. I said, okay, but they're the figures that I'm going to, so can you f change them? No, nope, nothing we can do about it. So my first payment to you is going to start, is, is going to be wrong because you have got the, there's nothing, you, nothing we can do about it. And then it got very tense. And I was ruder than I would like to have been. It was, I believe she was in India. She certainly had an Indian accent. I believe this, this young lady was in India. And, uh, it got very tense. And then I went, I'm very sorry for the way I've spoken to you. Shouldn't have spoken to you like that. But I have to say, as my first verbal encounter with my new energy supplier, I am furious. And I'm very suspicious when you say you cannot change a false estimation. You can't lower it. And then the conversation ended with her going, okay, I've CC'd you. I've, I've sent you that email. And I went, thank you very much. She said, have a nice day. I said, yeah, you too. <laughs> oh gosh, passive aggression. Passive aggression. Now, that's not really, that's not how I like to behave. But I mean, I was, I was righteously peed off with the situation because it wasn't good enough. But, I shouldn't have got involved with those two people in in, in that manner because they're on top and tapeny. So it's everywhere. This kind of 
anger. Or is it, or is it just me? I mean, we've had a couple of calls from people saying that they have spotted it as well. Maybe you've spotted it, dear listener. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You speak to Sam. He'll take your number, name and number, and give you a call back. Catherine Boyle. You're forgetting what happened when we left the building last night. Yeah. We were walking uh, across to, uh, to to where we park our cars, and we heard this yelling. Oh God, yes, man. And it was someone sitting in the back of a cab, with the door open, shouting like he was outside talking to someone. I don't know, right at the end of a playground or yep. something, yelling. Well, someone's effed up and it's not me. Shouting at someone who is, you know, a, a meter away in front of him. And so they'd obviously had some sort of ructions. Uh, this, this wasn't his cab and the guy wanted to get out of his cab. And as we walked away, pretending that we hadn't, we weren't quite alarmed by the way this guy was talking, we heard the most almighty thump as the guy got out of the cab and gave it a right good slapping. Yeah. And it was just kind of, wow, what is this? What is this? What? I mean, just just get another cab. What is going on, the guys? Swirling vortex of hate. Something's happening. So, so that I, I wanted to have one aspect of the show is talking about that and why we think it's happening. I, I have my feelings. I've told you why. Um, and uh, ways we can reduce that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. But also, just phone up and dick around. I think that is the, the strongest weapon we have against this anger. And against this depression and malaise, well, there's more than the malaise because it's, it's active. The, the strongest weapon we have against it is dicking around on mainstream media. That's it. That's what we got. That's why we don't do Brexit on this show, right? Because everywhere else is doing it. So three hours a night out of, um, gosh, how many hours of broadcast are, are there at the moment a day? I don't know, 250, I'm, I'm plucking that number out of the air. Three hours out of 250 that isn't about the B word. I think we can do it. So give us a call, 0344-499-1000. I think after midnight, we will take calls straight to air because that might be quite helpful. Other things we've got out there is Chinese water torture. Real, ha what is a full, what is a new moon? And, um, oh, whatever else you fancy. I can see Sam is talking furiously to, just put them through. Just put them, put them straight through. I just right, it's the problem. What? Well, who's the problem? Who's being a problem? I know it's not Sam. Well, even, even Sam's getting feisty, rightfully so, defensively, because one of the callers last night was exceptionally rude to him. Um, but even your... It's just, for whatever reason, the last couple of days, I've, this has happened, I'd say, total of about a dozen times now. Yeah. Someone phones in, I'll say I'll phone them straight back, I phone them a second later, and it just rings out. And who's done that? Kadir? No, the first, so Stephen did it first. Stephen, explain uh, yourself. Uh, I'm your one all... Is it, is it my fault now? Yeah. <laughs> it could be your fault, Stephen. How you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, pal. I'm a lot calmer than I was yesterday. Yesterday you <laughs> were a mess, brother. I'm glad you called back. I was bouncing off the wall. Yes, man. Um, a, a three and a half day binge of uh, white go. rock. There we go. There we go. It was okay because you sounded like a mess. Uh, have you had a? Did, have yeah. you had a sleep today? Um, I have, but I can't. Uh, you see, the, the part of the problem was my doctor started me on diazepam, and I was on <laughs> such a long time. Yeah, I really, really, um, 
I get really addicted to them. Yeah, of course. It's a, it's a very powerful narcotic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Yes, man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking to you. Yeah. I, 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 I'm pleased that you're talking to me, and I'm pleased that you're talking to me um, straight. And, uh, you know, last night I felt for you, brother, but there was nothing I could do. So... So, okay, so you're, okay, so what are we going to do? How are we going to turn this around? Um, do you know, I can hear myself on the back then, and it's a bit off-putting, but I'll, I'll carry on, I'll, is the, is what the, is it they say, the British, the old, um, Oh, soldier on. Soldier on, I know. It's, I apologise, some of the callers are finding there's a little bit of an echo on the line. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> the next station I work out, I'll make sure that doesn't that that is not happening. But this one, that's what we got. So go, so right. So yeah. you're you're taking drugs when you shouldn't be taking drugs. So how are we going to stop? Um, do, 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 do you know what it is? It's it, it, it's the place where I live. I'm a sort of in a catchment area with the most amount of uh, freely available drugs. We talked about this yesterday. That's nonsense, man. That's nonsense. That's not, that's, that is not a reason to be taking drugs. Just because right, there's loads yeah, of dealers yeah. around. No. You've shot me down in flames there, Ian. I have. <laughs> and, and you know, and I'm not saying it in, in, in an angry way. I'm saying it because you know it makes sense. All right, so if there were no dealers for a hundred miles, you'd either move house or you do what I used to do when, when I couldn't get my dealer who lived five miles away, is I would jump in the car and I'd drive 40 miles to a dealer. <laughs> Ian, I've got, I've got absolutely nothing else in my life that right. means much there we go. to me. You know, I've got no family. Yeah. I, uh, my mum died uh, a good few years ago. I've got issues with that. I've got issues with my stepsister. Yeah. I won't talk to my stepsister. Um, it might all turn a bit trivial when... No, it doesn't sound trivial. It, it sounds it sounds huge. Oh, I, listening to half the people on here that is trivial, believe No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Don't, try not to compare yourself to other people. These things are huge for you, right? And they're huge. Right. Your mum dying is a huge thing. That, that ain't trivial. Talking to not talking to members of the family. That's a huge thing. That's not trivial. But even if it was something that others would perceive as trivial, if it has a huge negative impact on you, then it's not. Trivial. So don't yeah. try not to. I noticed you did this yesterday. Try not to compare yourself to other people and their problems quite as much as you are at the moment. Mm-hmm. Can I say something? Of course you can. Can I apologise to Kat yesterday if I was being condescending or sexist or because I think I shouted out something really boorish and. No, you didn't. It was fine. Okay, you there? Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, call her Catherine. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh no. I That's all right. I'm not saying it to tell you off. No, I'm just saying call her Catherine. I don't mind. But no, you didn't. You were you were lovely about. You were lovely. I don't, you've got nothing to apologise for. But uh, I listened to you. I think it was it was it the one or two weeks. Yeah. And um, somebody did mention it, and it just triggered it in me. You've got a dead sort of calm and. Just a really calm and sort of, uh, uh, that's a way of it, calm and I won't say much more, I'll just say calm and get a really, you get a really, um, I like your voice. Alright, thanks Stephen.
So, um, okay, listen, we have to go in a little bit, right, because we're coming up to the news. Uh, but mm. I'm so glad to hear that you're, you're straight today. Um, uh, have you got any friends or anyone you can talk to about this stuff? I've got cat team workers, I've got, uh, like, drug team workers. Um, my neighbours are all elderly. I seem to live in a part of the town where most people are quite elderly and, and, you know, I'll pass the time of day and that, but, yeah. but it's getting some, it's getting, there is things out there today, I know that, no, I mean, people, people my own age, like say, even just getting, getting into, like say, like playing pool, things like that, and, uh, like work activities and yeah. things like that. You know, all sorts of things. You need to stop, you need, you need to find something that is more helpful. And whether that's reading a book, whether that's going for a walk, riding a bike, watching a film, playing snooker, making yeah. something, um, exercise. I don't know, I'm just saying the first things that come to my head. Right, uh. There, there, you know, going for coffee, baking, I don't know. There, there is, <laughs> there is more out there than just yeah. getting off your mash. That's that, uh, I know, I know. Uh, the daftest things people do just to try and escape reality for... What are you doing this weekend? How are you going to... I've got one minute, right, then I have to go, but you're oh, welcome... No, right, no, 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 right, shut right, up. Shush, 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 I want to speak to you next week, Stephen, but also I want to know now, what are you, gonna, what are you doing this weekend? How are you, how are you going to survive the weekend? Well, I listen to the radio a lot. I'm right. really a, a lot. I, I listen to you a lot. I listen to Radio Scotland off the ball. It's a bit of football. Yeah. It's funny. Um I'll read I will read a lot. Um and I'll probably spend most of the time on the internet. Okay. Are you are you a fan uh, and I don't wanna you know are you a fan of Limmy at all? Lemmy, I've heard of Lemmy. I've not heard of his partner, but I've heard uh, of Lemmy. <laughs> Mate, do, um you you got the internet there, have you? Um yeah, I have, yeah, but, but I've heard these discs to you something off. No, 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 it was, right. it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. I consider him a that friend. Was a, that was a great joke. Can that I make was... a suggestion? Now, you might not like him, he's not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm just getting a vibe off you. Can I make a suggestion? Right. For the next hour, uh-huh. stop listening to my radio show. Right. And go and watch Limmy on Twitch. Are you aware of Twitch? Aye, uh, Twitch. Um, it's like YouTube, but it's people streaming video games and talking. Okay, I'll, I'll find that. I'll find that. I'm, I'm pretty good with that. All right. Computers, you know. For the next hour, if you can, after ten minutes, you might hate him and you want to switch off, and that's fine. Right. But for the next hour, try and find Limmy on Twitch and watch it. And if you feel like... He's nothing like Frank, sorry, he's nothing like Frankie Boy, Ozzy, because I can't stand Frank. I don't think so. I think Limmy is very clever. He's also, uh, uh, he was also an alcoholic. Oh, right, right. Nearly That's tops that. himself several oh. times through, through oh, being an alcoholic. And now I think, he, I think he's 15, 14 years sober, something like that. Right. He's very funny. He's very rude. Mm-hmm. He's very I don't mean that. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> and, and if you catch him on a good night, he sometimes talk about talks about being an addict and talks about mental health. And you could always ask him actually. And he talks about mental health. And um, I've I've found him very inspiring. And I just think that maybe you might get something out of it. 
that mashup. That was that was yeah. that was comedy gold. He's great, Stephen. Go and have a little look, and I, I'd recommend it to anyone. I think you shouldn't really say switch off my radio show, but um, Limmy on Twitch. Uh, it, it, it's him playing video games, but it's so much more than that. Uh, and you can ask him. Say, uh, Ian Lee mentioned that you, you, you struggle with booze or mental health and stuff. What was that about? He might tell you to F off. Don't take it personally. I doubt he will. And he might share a little bit or a lot or a couple of words about his story. And I found him a great inspiration. A great inspiration. Um, so Stephen, go and do that and let us know how you get on. Pete. Mark, stay there. I'm going to come to you in a bit. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
to get Narina Palo on the show again soon. Saffron from Republica just sent me her phone number. She called, what did she call me? Hang on, she called me something. Can I read you the, saf- uh, the email from Saffron? Hey Ian, contact me anytime, darling. My phone number is Love Saff. Here we go. Got a friend, he's a purebred killing machine. I think he might be dead by Christmas. I'll give her a call next week. We'll see if we can get her in the studio. Next week, we've got on Thursday, we've got My Life Story coming in. Jake Schellingford is coming in. Talk about the new album. Friday, we've got Dennis LeCorrier. Dr. Hook is going to be on the show too. He's been really ill. I think I can say that. He's been really ill. I mean, we're quite lucky to be speaking to him. Shut up. <laughs> I think we can say. Um, he's going to come on and explain exactly what's been going on and how he kind of sees the future going and stuff. That's happening on Friday. We'll have to see if we get Saffron on the week after that. She's great. You're going to love her. Because I had her on the show when I was on Absolute. And she's just so funny. She's so funny, exactly as you'd imagine her. I loved her. I thought she was brilliant. I had a massive girl crush on Saffron when I was oh, a teenager. Oh, she was stunning. She had the best hair. She oh, was brilliant. She's, she was and still is absolutely stunning. Absolutely. And but also, funny, man. it was like, it was the ballsy attitude. Yes. It was the whole thing. I thought she was brilliant. Oh, let's, we'll do Republica at midnight show because uh, yeah. they're great. But, um, she was she was great. I got on so well with her, and I was kept saying to the bosses at Absolute, they just started Absolute nineties, and I kept saying, "You should give me and Saffron a show. I'll do it for free. Pay her, I'll do it for free." Because I enjoyed her company so much, and they nearly did, and then they went, "Now nah, I can't." Wait. Anyway, she's coming on. I'm being reminded. I'm having a lovely little chat on Twitter um, with uh, someone who I used to work with years ago, Angie, when I used to work in HMV in Slough, right. And I did it as a Christmas job. And when I went for my interviews, when I just left university and I wanted a Christmas job to get some money so that I could afford, I was staying at my mum's, so I could afford to rent somewhere back in London uh-huh. and start the acting career, right? And I am quite intelligent. And I wrote the application form. And when I went in, the manager said, and he was a really nice guy, he reminded, reminded me of a friend from university. Um, he said, Ian, yeah, I'm going to be honest, I'm so excited to meet you. Yours is the best application form I've ever read in my life. Because wow. I've read a, I've read a really good application form. And it, but from day one, they were putting pressure on me to um, go to management training. And I said, no, I want to be an actor. Okay, all right. But you'd be great. We can get, we can, I, I can get you a trainee um, deputy manager position in, in six months. That's how good we think you are. I said, yeah, you know, that's great. But no, I don't want to do that. Anyway, um, so... Uh, and I was just talking to Angie, and she just atted me something I've not spoken to her before. I mean, I was, I was 23, so 23 years ago. Uh, half my life ago. Wowzers. And I said, oh, oh hey, Angie. Yeah, I, I, I used to love that job. I used to hate that job. The thing I hated about it was when I got accused of stealing loads of money because there was some money had gone missing. I think about 100 quid, 250 pounds had gone missing from two tills. And so the the, the beefcakes, the um, store security, one was like a really short, you know, like Ram Man, and I don't know the other ones. They were doing like random searches on staff because they obviously thought, you know, there's a lot of new staff in there for Christmas. They obviously thought a member of staff was taking it. Right. Um, and so I got searched. Jeffrey, Peter, Mark, I'll be with you in a second. So I got searched and they found... Like about four quid in change in my pocket, and I 
forgotten, didn't know, you weren't allowed to have money on you if you were on the shop floor. Right. I think it makes sense. And I went, oh, uh, I think I'd just come back from lunch. I went, oh, sorry about that. I, I, I forgot. Oh, and then, the, then they became like, um, flipping good, bad cop, bad cop. Just, well, why have you got this? I just came back in from, I've been out for lunch, came back in, and I forgot to take it out of my pocket. It's four quid. I'm really sorry. And, and they thought I'd nicked it, right? And so then I said, so I said to this Angie, oh, I, I, I hate you getting accused of nicking loads of money, but it, mainly the job was fun. And she replies, yeah, there was a staff meeting about that. What about, there was a staff meeting about me nicking money from the tills. Four pounds is a very enticing amount. Twenty-three years ago, I'm just finding out there was a staff meeting about me stealing money. They never, I remember the deputy manager, I like the manager, I didn't like the deputy manager, he was a bit of a knob. Um, and uh, it caused great consternation where about three Saturdays before Christmas, I took Saturday off. Do you know why I took that Saturday off? I was a guest on the Steve Wright show on talk radio. Ah. As it, I think it was talk radio there, not talk spot. I don't remember. But I was a guest on Steve Wright show. They, he, he would like have a comedian in and I was like saying I was a comedian. And so I got booked in and, um, I didn't say anything. It's my first time in a radio studio. I didn't, I didn't have anything to say. And we were all out to smoking then. So Steve's smoking a cigar. I'm smoking roll ups <laughs> in this studio for talk radio. I think. I seem to remember it being near Oxford Street then, but I don't, I, I could be completely, completely wrong. I, I could be completely wrong. And I remember they had Cliff Richard on the phone as a get, and, and, and I, I didn't say a word, but um, that was my first appearance on Talk Radio. And they did you for it, did they? they in the shop? <laughs> on the shop, let me go and do it, but they but begrudgingly, really. I, I said, well, this is a big break for me. I think I got like 150 quid for being a guest on Steve Wright's show on Talk Radio. Oh, here we go. Um... The, 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 Angie says, oh no, it wasn't you, it was the stealing in general. I remember we had a staff meeting after Christmas temps had gone and they were going to do random bag checks on everyone. They never did, they just needed a scapegoat. Pretty sure everyone knew who it was anyways. What a world we live in. What a world. Let's go. Do you want to say something? Yeah, Sorry. when I worked in a shop, they checked our bags oh, yeah, go on. every night. Wow. Every night. But that didn't stop the, fa- the stealing because it was the manager. Right. And it wasn't in the bag. She was wearing it. No. <laughs> Really? I only found out afterwards because I used to go and do, you know, I used to go and do holiday shifts, yeah. right? So I'd come and I'd have this this job in a clothes shop that was mine as long as the um, manager was there. And then one time it was a different manager, and but the other manager had, had a word. So I started working with this other woman and then I went back and the old manager was back. And I sort of said, well, what happened there? Oh, yeah, she was, she was on the rob. Wow. Apparently she was like wearing, getting the most expensive jackets and just wearing them home. <laughs> If anybody, uh, well, I'm happy to take the stories of uh, temp jobs, the 0344-499-1000, stealing from work, any of that, another we'll have one, any of that. Another one where they tried to good cop, bad cop me, uh, was when I worked in a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And I was the only one uh, who worked there that could pronounce guacamole. Everyone else was offering people guacamole. Oh. Um, Guacamole's which sounds a like game, a fun game, it? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to, I worked, again, I worked there for a couple of, um, sort of holiday times and, you know, I, I was kind of regular there and, uh, they hauled me in one day and I think they'd, they'd done everyone, but it was, uh, right, we've got a problem. Someone's accepted this credit card payment and, uh, it says on here, void, um, but no one said anything. Was it you? And I went, well, dunno. Didn't notice. Because whoever did it didn't notice, right? Yeah. So, so what, you're not going to apologise? 
if it did it, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't know whether it was me Ooh, or not. And that being that being forced to apologise for something. I, mean, I don't know whether I did. Yes. And they were they were kind of furious. They hadn't thought it through that whoever did it didn't realise they'd done it. Or they'd done it as a favour to their mates to get them a free meal. Yeah. Catherine, oh, I didn't. My mates couldn't afford to work to go well, there. Exactly. Oh, Just yeah. making it worse for yourself. Turns out. Just making it worse for yourself. Good evening, Pete. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to offer a theory on the whole dark vibe thing. Oh, here we go, yes. Because I feel like I've seen all this before, this kind of sudden spike in, like, fear and hatred. Yeah. Um, is it Ghostbusters 2? Thank you very much for your call, Pete. <laughs> Never call us again. You're a disgusting, disgraceful human being. Although, mate, it's good for <clears throat> He's waited on the line 49 minutes to do that. Unbelievable. How dare you prank this show, Pete? I will, this is the guy that likes to correct me about my Doctor Who knowledge, which is excellent. Excellent. Uh, good evening, Mark. Hello, Ian. How are, you? how are you, mate? I'm very well, Mark. What you got for us? Yeah, I just hang. Hello, Kath. How are you? I'm all right too. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, this, um, this 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 angry vibe. I, I, I thought I was the only one that that, that sort of sensed it. Oh. I, I mean, I, I I work here. I, I drive in London for a living. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Do you remember the good old days, Ian? I remember the good old days. Do you mean the TV show or the actual concept? The concept. Yeah, I remember the good old days, Mark. Yeah, so, I mean, when, 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 when I'm driving every day, when, in the good old days, when you let, when you pulled in to let someone come through, you pulled in a gap on the left-hand side to let them come through, you used to get a little wave. Oh, big oh, fan now, of the wave, yeah. Yeah, now it's just, it seems like a badge of honour to give you a filthy look and not a wave. <laughs> he makes a good point. No one, you know, I do you, the, you know I do the saying, wave. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just, I, 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 I mean, for instance, t tonight, I, I mean, I'm guilty of it myself. I, I, I've just had some chicken soup, believe it or not. Now, I was eating the chicken soup, and I was looking at a tin, the empty tin on the, my left-hand side, thinking, 57 different vi varieties, my left bum cheek. I hate you, Heinz. What? Oh, goodbye, Ian. What just happened there? I think he... What? What is going on? Amy says, when I worked in retail, at the end of each shift, we had to spin the magic wheel, and it would land on what they would search of us at the end of the day. This includes taking my shoes off, emptying pockets, emptying my handbag, and handing over my coat. You'd spin the magic wheel? Someone's enjoying their power just a little too <laughs> much there. Uh, Jeffrey, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. 0344-499-1000. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll take calls straight to air after midnight, just because I feel that people kind of need to let off a little bit of steam. Let's go to Jeffrey first. Good evening, Jeffrey. Oh, hello, 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 nice people. Uh, hi. Um, I just. It's uh, a lot of hellos at the start of that phone call. I love it. You're welcome. Come on, sit down. Let me pour you a drink. It, it was. It was a few that was perhaps <laughs> not very few. well rehearsed. But, That's um, right. Um, no, sorry, uh, it's just that I called recently, and normally I try not to ring very often, but, um, I called recently, and, and I had a really nice conversation, it was fun, it was positive, we talked, you probably won't remember, because you talked to a heck of a lot of people, but, um, 
I like at you. the end, I, I, I kind of like me uh, like some Good. of the time. That's most, a great most, position most, to be in. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. You totally lost my third point. I didn't but, lose um, it. Uh, all right. At the but, end of the uh, conversation. Yes. No. Yes. Um. You you made a, a joke. You know, a joke, and I really take it as that, and I take no oh. offence from this. Go yeah. On. Yeah. No. 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 Just listen. All it is is because some of my uh, associates, friends, family members that um, that I've encouraged to listen to this show over the last year. Yes. N- now do, and and now um, they're all convinced that I am in fact a. Homosexual. A what? A, homo- a homo? A homosexual. Which is fine. What did I say? What did I say that that convinced people who've known you for years and years and years in an off-the-cuff comment that convinced them that they've got your sexuality wrong? What did I say? You asked if I was a homosexual because of the noises that I made. Okay. It was it was really really a joke and okay. No, it was just, a serious um, a serious question. No, I, I like to know oh, the, the, no, the sexuality no, of no. all of my callers. Uh, hey. Well, it obviously it does. Well, we're kind of talking about it, but I just wondered if I could just... You want to you want to set the record straight? I would like to... For those who think the record is a little bit warped. He wants to come out as straight. Okay. Uh, I, I want to come out as like, yeah, I'm bi, but I'm not that gay. And, uh, I mean, yeah, but if I could just... Yes, please, yes, because I know my family. But away you go. You say what you need to say to convince people to what you want them to be convinced by. <laughs> okay, thanks. I want to tease you. I want to show you, baby. Then I need you. Oh. I'm sorry. Does that clear it up now? I tell you what, it was cleared up. It's cleared up. Any desire I might have had to take some drugs tonight has certainly gone out the window. <laughs> I um, I actually, I'm not really a prolific user of drugs, actually. I'm wow, gosh, that's all. That all came from your own imagination. Well, well I, um, well, uh, I'm a writer, so uh, oh. I kind of have to, um, I have to pull on those strings. Yeah, yep, you pull on those strings, big boy. Oh, Tight, tighten them up. <laughs> But um, thank you for letting me set the record straight. Thank so. you very much indeed, Jeffrey. Um, Couldn't really hear his record, could you? No, I, I mean, what is a new moon? <laughs> what is a new moon? There's something. There's something going on, isn't there? I think this country. I think the country is doomed. I think the world is doomed. But the country is definitely scolooed up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Malcolm. Good evening, Malcolm. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Uh, yeah, I was just you mentioned earlier about slightly dodgy jobs and unusual jobs. Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. When you were younger, so uh, I did a job, and I'm yet to hear anyone do one worse than this. Oh. When I was just finished school and as a student, uh, I got a job in a wool packing factory. A so wool I packing factory? That's not a euphemism. You actually packed I, wool. I, I, I swear to God, I packed wool. Wow. Uh, the factory is now subsequently closed down, but uh, the job was very weird. I had to go into a factory that had wool delivered from all over Scotland, and I had to 
take the wool and ram it into these industrial machines, which I then had to mechanically push it into sort of 10-foot bags, which I had to stitch up, and then they got distributed to factories and come it into... And was it that horrible itchy wool? Smell, oh, it was... Well, I, I called it to my friends jaggedy arse wool. It was that wool that didn't just scratch you, it really scratched you, and it was horrendous. What was yeah. that wool for? Because I remember I had a grey jumper that was made yeah. from, from, from wool, right? Yeah, well, and it, it really, really hurt. Now wool yeah. is, like, really soft, and you can wear it, and it's, it's beautiful. Depends but, which kind you get. Well, the wool then, yeah. I had a wool blanket and a wool <laughs> jumper that were both torture. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, and especially growing, and when I grew up in Scotland, it was, you got a lot of wool products that frankly were torture methods rather than fashion items, so. I think it was yeah. a Scottish thing, because my, 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 I think the jumper was from my, my grandparents, the, the granddad was, was Scottish, well, so I think it came from, back from a trip up to Aberdeen. Here's the thing with those jumpers though, they, they scratched and they were you know, ugly, but they last forever. Yeah, but who wants to wear something, it's torture. People that don't want to spend loads of money on loads of jumpers. It's like buying, um, you know those, um, those, um, well, I don't know what they're called. Those things that you lock your cock in as uh, torture. They, they last forever, right? I don't want to wear one more than once. <laughs> you want to wear one once? Well, you wear it once and go, this is uncomfortable. So you, you then don't wear it again. You then put it at the bottom of the drawer and I hope your mum never reminds you that you, that she spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. And that you ought to, you ought to be seen out. Wearing it, otherwise your nan's going to be disappointed. God, that's a real insight. And the blankets I had, Malcolm, uh, were, were, and it's funny, you should, I was going to say this, my dad's name was Malcolm, um, were, were army surplus. They were those horrible grey, with, with sort of like red flexing well. and dirty flexing. <laughs> and yeah. horrendous. And if you were sleeping on the camp bed, because nan and granddad would come in, then you, you had the wool blanket. That, that, that job actually now, very occasionally, because I've, I've thankfully gone on to rather better things in life and work, but that job still sometimes makes me wake up during the night Isn't it? and have a panic thinking, oh my God, oh, that's my life, and, I, and it's a terrible, it's a great grounding experience, but my God, it's a, an incredible memory of a bad job. We have a text um, from someone's question for you. Uh, Anonymous asks, uh, Malcolm, was the pay good or did you get fleeced? No. So they, hey. <laughs> hey, he did a funny, someone text 2025, texted in a funny. No, go on, I bet the pay was absolutely lousy. Well, do you know what, I was I was 17, I was at, I was, at, I was just leaving school, going to college, so any money was good, but yeah. it was bad. I got paid per bag, so the, the more, the more will I stuffed, you know, no sexual innuendo there, yeah. the more, the more I did, I, it was two quid a bag. It was just, it was brutally hard. It was terribly hard work. It really was. Malcolm, I appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. We, we can do this. It's a nice one. Uh, jobs you had, summer jobs, jobs you had as a kid, any of that stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll take that. Uh, also, things that, that happened a long time ago that you still have nightmares about or still you still wake up about. Mine is the film Halloween 3, which is rubbish, right? Is, is rubbish. It's not even connected to the Halloween 1 and 2 stories. It's about... I tell you when I watched it, I was 12 years old and I'd had four teeth taken out. Four teeth taken out. So I'd had the day off school and my... Uh, four teeth taken out and my parents took me home and 
uh, it was still bleeding a little bit. So they gave me like the washing up bowl on my lap and they let me rent the film out Halloween three. And they said, right, we're going out for a few hours. Just rest. Okay. So I watched Halloween three and it's a lousy film. It's about, uh, this toy company. They sell these pumpkin masks and the kids will put the pumpkin masks on them. Then when the advert plays on the TV, their heads melt and snakes come out. Nasty. Right. It's nasty, right? And, um, and so I watched that. And then when my parents came back, like three hours later, my mum screamed. And my dad said, right, we're going to get you to a hospital. So I thought, like, well, hold on. And my, the, where the teeth had come out, they hadn't clotted. None <gasps> of the, the gaps had clotted. So it's just blood was pouring out for three hours. And the, the washing up bowl, it wasn't full of blood. But it, there was a lot of blood in there. <laughs> And I, and they and I'm like, it's always not bleeding. And they, they didn't, they took me back to the, they didn't take me to hospital, they, they took me straight back to the, de- the dentists. Where, I mean, and the dentist, um, just got me to chew on those cotton wall things. Uh-huh. And here's the, th- here's the thing, right? Because I've been bleeding for three hours. I don't remember how they stopped it. They might have given me a drug to kind of thicken the blood. I'm not sure. And the dentist said, uh, you're probably going to need to eat some sugary stuff over the next couple of days. I know it's ironic me saying this as a dentist, but you lost a lot of blood, so you want to get some sugar into you. So eat, eat some, you know, chocolate mousses, soft desserts, those kind of things, right? And then a few months later, I remember this, a few months later, we had a dentist came to the school, right? I may have been 11, 11 or 12, because it was in the fourth year of primary school, middle school. A dentist came to the school, and at one point I put my hand up and said... Yeah, um, my dentist told me I had to eat more sugar, um, after I'd had my teeth, some teeth taken out. And the dentist went, no, they didn't. What? Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Dentist would never say that. And I'm getting really going. Wow, sounds like one of our conversations. Yeah, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> yeah, they did. And this went on a bit, right? And then the teacher stepped in. Turns out that teacher is, has since, uh, become a paedophile. So, I win on every level, right? Because I'm not. Um, and the teacher went, uh, Rugby, it's not how you pronounce my name. Rugby, stop back chatting. And I went, I'm, I'm not. I was actually told after I'd had my teeth out and it didn't stop bleeding to eat stuff with sugar in. Stop it now. I said, what? I'm not doing anything. That was, <laughs> that was my cry, that was my catchphrase at school. What? I'm not doing anything. And I wasn't doing anything. I was so pleased when it turned out he was a paedophile. So pleased. I mean, I know that's, I know that's not kind of greatest co- cosmic justice, but I felt righted. Moral high ground back, yeah. back in your, uh, court. Yeah, but it's, but, but the point is, 34 years later, I still have nightmares about Halloween 3, a film that is absolutely rubbish. Well, if you still wake up, if you still have nightmares from something that happened a long time ago, let's keep it light. 0344 499 Another one, yeah, on. getting trapped in my skirt by that big girl. Ooh. I had a lovely swishy school skirt that my mum made for me. Yeah. To my specifications. Never wear anything at school made by a parent, you know that. I know. Well, turns out. So in the playground, this girl, who's a couple of years older than me, grabbed this swishy skirt, pulled it over my head and held it shut so I was trapped in it. And everyone could see my pants and my legs going nuts. <laughs> nuts they could see your nuts <laughs> my legs are going nuts but i couldn't get out because i was all trapped inside this skirt like a paper bag has to be said sam catherine is wearing a long dress today. <laughs> don't you dare I think with a bit of help don't you dare 
bit of help, we could do this. We could recreate that scenario. Good. <laughs> oh, oh, three, so four, four, nine, nine, one thousand. Dark vibes, things that keep you awake from long time ago. Um, Chinese water torture. Someone must know what bloody new moon is. Um, and all kinds of stuff. Whatever you fancy. We're oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, we'll take call straight to it after midnight. So, yeah. Uh, a mother was left feeling sick to the stomach after she discovered live maggots were crawling in her brand new B&M rug. What does B&M stand for? We know what C&A stands for. Yeah. Because you'd have to see at the front and the A. <laughs> That's a joke, isn't it? Yeah. So I like CNAs. It was a good shot. Clock house. That was the girls' um, section. Oh, it was. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I knew I was cool and had a clock house. Oh, it was, wasn't it? CNA. Um, and then other kids got to know about it and apparently CNA wasn't cool. Oh, God. My worst thing, I think it's from CNA. I got a coat from CNA for school. Again, about 10 years old. And first day of term, rocked up wearing my new coat, looking cool. And then a girl rocked up wearing the, the same coat. It was It was unisex. It was you. My mum put me in a unisex coat at the age of ten. Jeez, what? I mean, that now that's all the go. Well, exactly. I was I was um, uh, head of the the curve. Yeah, you were the curve. Yeah. Um, the stunned woman from Clevedon in Som- Somerset. Oh, I mean, oh, she says something because I can say I can do that accent. Yeah. Hmm? Posted photographs of the grey plush rug. To the Mrs. Hinch Made Me Do It Facebook group. Right, yeah. What's that? Do you know what this is? Mrs. Hinch is a uh, uh, an influencer who tidies up. She's basically Kim and Aggie, but sexy. Oh, well, hang on a minute. You're saying that Kim and Aggie aren't sexy. Which I think is a little... little. Uh, They're not sexy to me. They're own? And no one can do me for it. Aggie is sexy. Which one's the one... Which one's... Which one are you talking about? Which one's... Don't start with me, dear. Don't start with me. The other one. Yeah, the Scottish one is Aggie. Aggie's sexy. Mm. Kim would destroy you. I, 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 I can Don't imagine... Don't start with me, dear. I can imagine Kim in, like, a, a latex basque. Yeah. Is basque... Basque is like a corset, right? Uh-huh. Is that named after basque separatists? The terrorist uh, organisation? No, or po- the freedom fighters? But possibly after the basque country. Okay. It might be the sort of thing that they would wear over a blouse with a skirt, and that's wow, kind of... Wow, they're the sexiest... Mm. Who are the sexiest terrorists? Oh, three, four, four. <laughs> oh, my God. Four, nine, nine, one thousand. I'm saying the Basque separatists. Tamil Tigers. <laughs> Good job they're far apart, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can't think of any others that we can actually say on the radio no, without sounding not. flippant. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. So, Mrs. Hinch is... Mrs. Who's Hinch Maria is t- Kondo? She, she tidies up. She's great. Mm. 
I did fold, I did do some folding. I've not read her book or anything, but the idea of her made me do some folding. I've done so some folding. I've done some folding. I fold my t-shirts and I roll up my pants now. I don't know if that's what she recommends, but it's what I do. Exactly. And it, and we, it works. It's the sort of, um. It's the condo vibe. Yeah, it's the remote I do, condo. I've got a joke. I, I try to follow Maria Kondo, but I, I don't do all of it. I just do the condo minimum. Okay. That's not bad. Well. Oh, come on. <laughs> I hope that works. Press the dump button there, because Catherine, that dark vibe, entered the studio. <laughs> I had to swear at her. Mm, you didn't have to. You I did, actually. It. You enjoyed it. In the snaps, a handful of small yellow larvae, described as maggots, can be seen on the polyester... F I mean, she's paying 30 quid for a rug. Yeah, but you don't expect maggots in 30 it. quid, I would. What, maggots? Oh, I went in last night to my house where I live, by coincidence. Oh, it was disgusting what I, I found in there. The rug, the sacrificial rug where the cats bring their prey was covered. It's not an exaggeration. I'm going I'm to... Let me get a picture to show Sam. Hang on a minute. Death altar. Was covered in black feathers. Covered, right? Covered. Hang on a minute. Let me, I'm come out and turn your microphone on, Sam. There's also a mandolin. They didn't bring the mandolin in. <laughs> Look at those feathers. Oh my God. Yeah, covered in it, right? Covered. There was also... There was a murder. Yeah, but there was no sign of a bird. No sign of a bird. There was also a baby shrew and a young rat. That weren't no mouse. That was a rat. A ratlet. That was a rat. It was disgusting. And now I'm at the stage now where I just pick them up by the tail and in the bin, in the bin. But, jeez, disgusting. I mean... They must really love you. I hate those cats. Mm -hmm. What a mistake. I've noticed they've got attitude now where they didn't before. They don't come, they don't come in the house. They, and they ignore You more. pop round today, right? It used to be I'd go round there and one in particular had a real soft spot for me. Lucky. Yeah. She would come and sit on my lap. There'd be a lot of purring. She'd be in, in, in between my feet and stuff. Yeah. Nearly tripping me up. Now, disdain. And you don't see Lucky all day. She pops in for five minutes about half past three to see if there's any food. Then she goes off. And that's it. I hate them. What? I hate them. Whose idea was they? Was they? Was they? Was they? Was they? Whose idea was they? This is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is a strange old tweet from Michelle. I was around six or seven. We had this glass front door. This is, this is, have you seen this? This is not going to go where you expect it to go. Right. I was around six or seven. We had this glass front door. Mm -hmm. Whenever my mother told me bedtime, I had to walk past said door. A miniature Ronnie Wood and Rod Stewart would come through the letterbox and chase me up the stairs. This happened on more than one occasion. <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh, guys. I mean, they're already quite wee men. Guys? Right? <laughs> you could have actually been the real ones. Yeah. Guys? Anybody? Gosh. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, Those glass front doors were t kind of terrifying, though, when you were a little kid. Oh, I, br I, I broke them by. With a, we had a path 
that, that sloped down and then of course there was a doorstep and I'd found a golf ball and so I would roll it down the thing and it would, it would bounce into the step and I did it, I did it once and it rolled down and it bounced up the step and just smashed straight through the glass of the front door. My sister smashed ours by, um, she went through this phase when she was really little of anything that was too heavy to carry from upstairs, she would just lob down the stairs and the front door was at the bottom of the stairs. She threw a chair down one day, straight through there. Jesus. And then, well, I got in trouble once with the glass front door because... You having sex up against it? No, this is when I was really little. All so right. I was like maybe five or six. My mum was outside chatting to the other mums after school and yeah. I'd gone inside. And my mate was out there with her mum. So I decided to make my mate laugh. I would... <laughs> okay. Pull a Mooney and press my bum against... <laughs> Press my mum against the glass front door. My mum went absolutely nuts. My kids still... Turned out the frosted glass. You can still tell it was a bum. My kids still talk about the day I scored a goal in the back garden and dropped my trousers and mooned. Has been there. Even if they, even if they think about it, they they bend over and start <laughs> laughing, and their faces go bright red. They can't speak. <laughs> Funniest thing they've ever seen in their lives. The Mooney, it's the great. Mooney needs bringing back, doesn't it's it? Gone. It's gone. Uh, now, now it'll be. It would be, it, it, I mean, uh, is it sexual harassment? It could be, it could be construed It would be seen as, as that now, but it wasn't. It was, it was. showing your ass. It, it was just funny. It was funny. It was a little bit of sort of, it was kind of like sticking your two fingers up. It's that British, great British disrespect for everybody. Exactly. Sticking your bum out of a window. Like Jarvis Cocker. When was the last time, except he didn't pull his pants down. No, but he did bend over. When was the bum. last time you saw an ass sticking out of a coach or lorry window going down a motorway. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What's the idea? It's brilliant. It's great, man. It's great. And women don't do it very often. But oh, I tell you exactly when the last time I saw a Mooney. I'll tell you exactly the last time. It was about six months ago. I told you this. It was when I maybe a little bit longer. I took the boys to see a Spice Girls tribute act, oh, yes. at the Wickham Swan. <laughs> <laughs> and um uh and it and it started kicking up off up up in the uh, on one of the tiers. Too much it prosecco. Wasn't started it? kicking off and there was a fight going on to the point where the spicy girls, whatever they were called, stopped the act and walked off. The house lights came up, and it was these women arguing. And then someone poured a drink over someone, and stewards were trying to get them out. And they were, I'm not effing going. I'm not effing going. There's a group of about five of them. They were drunk. They'd won a bottle of wine early on as well. I think they'd caned it. And then the whole crowd are going. Kick come out! Kick come out! And my boys are going, what's going on? I said, oh, it's just, you know, it's okay. And then one woman, and she, I mean, fair play, it was an amazing ass. Um, <laughs> this woman actually had these striped pants on, and she sort of stuck her fingers up to the entire theatre. So there's like a thousand people there. She turned around, pulled her tra trousers and her pants down, waggled her ass in the air, pulled them up, and then strode out defiantly. She strode out because she had won. I think that's a great British retort. <laughs> Probably a year ago. It's about a year ago. If anyone can beat that. You know she does that regularly. Oh, God. That isn't the first time. Those trousers came down very, very quickly, it has to be said. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Hello, Catherine and Ian. Hello, Mark. What <laughs> you got for us? Um, you were just saying about cats. I'm just looking at Bella. Um, she's majority Scottish wild cat. Ooh. And I actually had two cats until 2005 for yeah. 21 years. Yeah. 
but she's now four and she's a friend's cat and I look after her while she's away. But I've been training her oh. uh, a bit and the other two cats were trained, sort of sit, stay, fetch, the usual stuff. But it's, um, she makes a sore, a sore three film look like a children's television show. Oh God, aren't they so horrible? The what, does she, what does she do? What does she do? Oh, um, uh, are we allowed to say it? <laughs> Go on, I'll, I'll hover over the dump button. If, we, if it gets too fruity, yeah, if it gets I'm, too colourful, then we'll, I'll let you know. Well, the carnage, as we'll call it, it can be extensive some nights. Oh. Of what's left. <laughs> I, well, but she I, eats everything, you know what I mean? Oh, well, mine from, doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I tell you, the thing I found the other day, and I, I send Kath pictures of these all the time, it was a dead mouse lying on the floor. It was in the kitchen, which is unusual. Dead mouse lying on the floor. Except there was a head, and there was like the yeah. tail end, and there was yeah. like this thin red strand that was holding the two bits together, and yeah, that was you it. You got it. <laughs> you, you, have you had that? <laughs> Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. disgusting. Like a mousy Donna. <laughs> it's better when when she left um, uh, at least one head, yeah. where it looked like the actual. There was a film where they, I don't know, time travelled or something, and fell into rocks and stuff like that. Yeah. But the head was just sticking out the ground as if the if the mouse had sort of got stuck in the ground. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> the effect you're talking about. I've had several where it's just the head, but there's no flesh on the head. It's just like a bloody, oh no, bloody bloody lump. <laughs> Ah. Oh, she, she killed a weasel the one time, um, straight straight through the heart, um, you know, and they're pretty vicious. Yes. She she absolutely loves climbing, um, I'll have to spell this quietly because she's nearby, but T-R-E-E. -E, yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, we go for a walk um, uh various places, and I can see the tree that she loves going up, and she absolutely loves climbing Hang trees. on, sorry, what do, mean, what do you mean you go for a walk? Well, I take her for walks. The cat? Yeah. Are we talking, she just comes of her own volition or, or is there yeah. a lead involved? She's far enough away now, I can use the command words. Um, I say, are you ready? And uh, we go, go for a walk. And, you know, is it playtime? Um, also, also um, stick. That stick means uh, sort of, uh, I use... You play pontoon with her? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, it's a very soft willow stick and with, say, the little leaves on the end or a long piece of grass where you've taken the furry bits off the end yeah. so there's no pointy bits to make it soft and you rub it on the ground and they'll chase after it. And she's got really fast now, like really fast. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you, know, you just call her and she knows... You know, she knows we're going to the tree or going to the field or the forest. This is insane. Are you on a, um... It's just key words. Can she, can she hear us? At the moment, no, she's over by the bridge. I feel like Patrick Troughton in the first Omen movie, but you need to kill this cat. <laughs> no. You need to get, you oh, need to kill this cat. You, you, she's not, she's, she's evil. She's got the most vicious claws going, man. <laughs> oh, Lily loves it, Mark. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. My God, they're the worst. I've, I know I'm a big advocate for cats. I have been. That changes here. Get rid of cats. They are horrendous creatures. I'm stuck with these girls for, well, if I've got another 20 years with these cats. 20 years. I'm going to be in my late 60s when Gosh. these cats finally give me some peace. Imagine the pile of corpses. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's just... Oh, it's just relentless. Oh, 3444. Four. Actually, don't. I'm not going to give out the number because we've got a couple of calls and we'll take calls straight to her after. Let's go to Nelly. Good evening, Nelly. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Hello. Hello, Delbert. Are you on? Yeah. 
We're all a bit tired. Oh. Don't take it personally. We're all a little bit tired. Oh, it was that inflatable obstacle course <laughs> yesterday. I can't do these things. We can't walk. Both of us got out. We, we ended up at work at the same time. We both got out of our cars. It, it was like old, old men and women getting out. Mm. Not, oh, oh, it was completely knackered. Oh, well, you know, I think that comes with age, doesn't it? It comes with age and being unfit and lazy, which is what I am. Nelly, what can we do for you this evening? Well, a couple of things. I mean, I've got two cats, and just tonight, uh, one of my cats, Charlie, brought in uh, a mouse. Uh, but obviously what he does, he just basically just plays with it alive indoors. So, mucks around with it. Can I, t you know, um, can I, I found out an amazing, sorry, sorry to go off on topic, but I meant to, um, I meant to talk about this earlier on. Um, you know there's been like loads of actors that have released records and stuff. Do you know, you know about this, Nelly? Like, actors release records. This is, this is absolutely true. Sean Connery is about to release his first pop record. Wow, okay. Have you heard about this, Nelly? <sighs> no. He's doing a cover of the Divinals, When I Think About You, I Touch My Shelf. Is it about books? Yeah. He touches yeah. his, he touches his shelf, himself. Yeah, that works. Yep. Yeah, good. Is it, so when's it, when's it out then? Coming out soon. Coming out s real, real soon. It's uh, it's called when I, it's called it's by the Divinals and it's called When I Think About You. Brackets. I touch my shelf. Mm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yep. Um. So the, the mouse. Yes. Sir. I, I'm, not, I'm I'm never quite good at, at, with mice. I don't like picking them up. So I just basically just sort of open the door and just usher it out. Wait, dead ones. Uh, no, this... Don't pick up a live mouse. Exactly. I did it the other day, and it bit, it bit the hell out of me. See, my wife does it all the time, but I just can't, I can't be doing with that anyway. I tried to pick uh, it up, I was res I rescued it from the cats who were mauling it, and I, and it was just sort of sat in the garden, and it wouldn't move, and I was trying to shoo it, and it wouldn't move, and the cats were coming in again, so I went to pick it up, and it bit me, and it was that thing where it was holding onto a finger with its teeth, and I was sh trying to shake it off, and it would not, I could not bring this mouse off. See, the mice in my part of the country must be cleverer because as soon as they open the door, they head for it and they're out. Okay. All I do is pick up the cat and they're away. Yeah. But another thing I was going to mention is that talking about like sort of haunting, nightmarish, repetitive nightmare, dreamy vision things. Yes. And there was a nightmare I had that still I've reimagined, you know, went through it again like a few times. Yeah. And it's... I'll describe it to you, and it's quite disturbing, but uh, you see how it goes. So basically... If this turns... By the way, if this turns out to be a piss-poor joke... No, it's not. You're it, banned it, for the it, rest it, of the month. Well, he gets banned, but you did that Sean Connery thing. Is that right? It's That's a true... That wasn't even a joke, though. That's a true thing. It's a true story. Hmm. Anyway, yes. so... The dream is basically... <coughs> me. me... Basically, me and my best mate were in um, uh, a fast-food restaurant. Yeah. Uh, he strangely orders uh, a muck Sunday dinner, which is a strange thing in the a, dream. A muck Sunday dinner? Oh, this is a dream. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, so this is all oh, a nightmare. But uh, um, when I first had the dream, the nightmare, he had just had a, a little boy, a little baby, and had the baby with him in the dream. Yeah. And he suddenly goes, "Oh, I forgot, to, I forgot to get the milk." Oh, Are you just milk. telling us your dream? No, it, no. I, 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 this is this is a, the nightmare I had. And then I've sort of had the same nightmare over and over again. Okay. Because other so people's dreams are the most boring thing you can listen to. 
I mean, look what happened to Martin Luther King. Too soon? It gets gets a bit grotesque. So, he goes and gets some milk from the counter, brings it back, gives it to the baby, and the baby starts to have a bad reaction to it. And what happens in the nightmare is the baby's head starts to shrivel up. Yes. But its facial features stay the same size and get mixed up on its face. Yes. I try and save the baby by giving it a kiss of life. Yes. And when I do it, the top of its head blows off. Okay. That's that. I mean, thank you, Nelly. I think. I mean, thank you for filling three minutes of time. I think. Also, never give a baby a kiss of life. If, and also, if his head is, is shrinking, you, you surely you just, you just like a balloon. Put your finger in its mouth. There we go, Catherine. Hello. Yeah, hello, Catherine. What have you got for us tonight, please? Thank you, Nick. Um, just talking about um, jobs when you were younger. Yeah. Um, and I must admit, for six months afterwards, this job gave me nightmares, and it was silly. I used to work for. Britain's toy factory. Oh. oh. They used to do the lead soldiers and all oh. that sort of stuff. Little models. Mmm, little models. Um, little buggers, more like. Um, my job was to go and paint the stripe on the trousers of what? the uniformed soldiers. What? That was my job. I used to have to paint. I would get the, the uniformed... Um, soldiers but the stripe would be plank metal so I had to paint the red stripe down the toy soldiers legs flipping heck <laughs> it was horrible and I stuck it for I didn't think it was very long and um, I then started to have nightmares about um Different types of armies walking towards me. My God. Also a bit, a bit of lead poisoning going on there as well, so you're yeah. actually going nuts. Moaning that their leg hadn't been painted, and it was absolutely terrifying. It was really, really scary. Do you still get these these dreams about um, impending doom and soldiers? Well, very rarely now. Think you're getting it tonight, Catherine. I think <laughs> it's, happening tonight. it's happening tonight. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, we're going to take calls straight to air after me. Thank you for that, Catherine. Thank you, Nelly. Um, you can carry on talking about what we're talking about. Lane is saying it's a new black moon. Or new dark moon or new black moon or something. I wasn't really... Uh, so, what, what, what... I've never heard of such a phenomenon. Nor have I. Nor have I, which makes me suspicious. Mm. I'm not going to give out the phone number because I don't want you to call now, but we will take your calls in a little bit. This is The Late Night Alternative. We are on every weeknight from 10 o'clock. It's Catherine Boyle, it's Ian Lee, it's Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
places I'll remember all my life. Though some have changed, some forever, not for better. Some have gone, and some remain. All these places have their moments. With lovers and friends, I still can recall. Some are dead, and some are living. In my life, I've loved them all. There is no one compares with you. And these memories lose their meaning when I think of love as something new. Though I know I'll never lose affection for people and things that went before. Stop and think about them. In my life, I'll love you more. It's the B-side to the new single. In my life, I'll love you more. By Sean Connery. The A-side is called uh, it's a cover of the Divinal song. It's called When I Think About Your Brackets. Touch my shelf. Close brackets. That's the B side there. It's in my life by the Beatles. Now, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air for the last hour of the show. For goodness sake, let's try uh, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. So why did you call me? Push-ups. It's it? where you lay down flat on the ground, and then you. Okay, it's a pre-recorded thing. It wasn't it wasn't alive. We've had that before. Mm. It's a pre-recorded thing from a withheld number. It's a pre-recorded thing from a withheld number. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Steve Jobs is still alive. We started this the other day, then we didn't finish Yeah, I wonder it. whether he's widow knew, because she's been seeing someone else, hasn't uh, she? The snap taken in Egypt uh, shows a man who looks strikingly similar to the late Apple founder sitting on a plastic chair. Looks exactly like Steve Jobs, so he must be alive. The picture was After the picture was posted, hundreds of people left comments claiming that the person wasn't merely a doppelganger, doppelganger, but it was actually Jobs himself, despite the fact that the tech guru passed away in 2011. He's very tall, Steve Jobs. Yeah, big jobs. Honestly, wouldn't put it past him. His love for Egypt and that type of simple living, someone speculated. 
I'm not very into conspiracy theories, but Jobs would be crazy enough to actually do it, said another. The Apple icon, oh, here we go, and he sat here with his hand on his chin, near his hand, near his chin. Right. He sat here with his hand on his lips, which is near the chin, and that's important. I've seen Steve Jobs do that, so it could be him, yeah. The Apple icon was known for often placing his hand on his chin while he was deep in thought. And eagle-eyed viewers noted the man in the image was doing the exact same thing. Well, he's, near, he's on his lips. He has the pose down. This is super weird. Very close resemblance, one remarked. And while the man in the image wasn't wearing Jobs' trademark turtleneck and blue bootcut jeans, he was seen sporting the Apple icon's distinctive circular spectacles. Oh, this is good. Look, look, look. They've done a thing where you can swipe betwixt... Okay, so there's Steve Jobs. There's a man in Egypt. Steve Jobs, a man in Egypt. It's the same... Yeah, we go. it's the same guy. It's pretty much the same guy. Is Salman Rusty still on a fatwa? Or has yeah, he, um, has he lost weight? Too soon? Is he on a fatwa? Or has he lost weight? Mm. I think once a fat wire, always a fat wire, right? I think it was glandular. No, is he is he on a fat wire there? I guess. Or has uh, he lost oh, weight? Yeah, we go. Which is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? Um, do some Muslims still want to kill him? Didn't, didn't Yusuf Islam come out in support of the fatwa against Salman Rushdie? You mean the, um, the former artist probably known as Cat Stevens? Yeah, now known as just as Yusuf. Mm. Don't use his last name in when it comes to publicity anymore. No. He supported it because the snackly merchant from 10,000 Maniacs um, had just done a cover of Peace Train, Cat Stevens' songs, and then she yeah. pulled it um, because he came out in support of the fatwa. Yeah. It puts us in a not very awkward position. Has he position. walked that back, though, since then? Could you Google it? I'm going to Google I'll it. I'll take a cock side. It puts us in a very awkward position. I'm glad you whispered it. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. I've got a um, Brexit um, a point of law to bring to you. Not Can I read it to you? About Brexit? Yeah. Yeah, not really interested. Uh, you, you might be. It's a law of constitution bill from 1885, and it reads, The House can, in accordance with the Constitution, be deprived of power when there is fair reason to suppose Genuinely... that the opinion of the House is not the opinion of the electors. Okay, genuinely not interested in this. Well, it's a fair point to bring up. Well, yeah, but we don't do Brexit. That's, mm. so, it's, so it's a dull point to bring up. But it's a correct point to bring up. So what? The correct, you can bring up a correct point that 5 times 5 is 25. I'm not interested in it right now. Fair enough. Just thought I'd bring it to your attention. Uh, but what, have you, do you listen to the show? Occasionally, yes. Okay. Because we don't do Brexit. But- um, I don't do Brexit on my show either, actually. Okay, well, don't do it on mine. <laughs> I just thought it'd be an interesting point for you to ponder. I'm, I, I'm not pondering 
anything to do with Brexit. I could not care less. Good on you. Thanks very much indeed for your call. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Following Ayatollah Khomeini's 14th of February 1989 death fatwa against author Salman Rushdie after the publication of Rushdie's novel The so Satanic it, it Verses. Was a, it was a death fatwa. It wasn't, it, okay. wasn't just the ordinary kind. Wow. Yusuf Islam, previously known as Cat Stevens, made statements that were interpreted as endorsing the killing of Rushdie. His statements generated criticism from commentators in the West. In response, Islam said that some of his comments were stupid and offensive jokes made in bad taste. Oh, no, no. He weren't making jokes in the early 80s. While others were merely giving his an interpretation of Islamic law, but not advocating any action. Islam also said that later in the same programme, he promised to accept the judgment of a British court if it found Rushdie innocent of any crime, blasphemy or otherwise. Okay. Here's what he's saying that was um, interpreted. Okay, let's, 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 okay, let's listen with a fresh palette. 21st of February 1989, Yusuf Islam addressed students at Kingston University in London about his conversion to Islam and was asked about the controversy in the Muslim world and fatwa and the fatwa calling for Salman Rushdie's execution. He replied, he must be killed. The Quran makes it clear, if someone defames a prophet, then he must die. I wouldn't open with that one. Newspapers quickly denounced what was seen what was seen as his uh, support for the killing of Rushdie, and the next day he released a statement saying he was not personally encouraging anyone to be a vigilante, and that he was only stating that blasphemy is a capital offence according to the Quran. Okay, well that clears that up then. So he, he wanted him dead. Two months later, Islam appeared on an Australian television programme, ABC's Jeffrey Robertson's Hypotheticals, an occasional broadcast featuring a panel of notable guests to explore a hypothetical situation with moral, ethical and or political dilemmas. That sounds fun. In the episode, A Satanic Scenario, Islam had an exchange about the issue with the moderator and Queen's counsel, Jeffrey Robertson. Islam would later clarify the exchanges as stupid and offensive jokes made in bad taste, but part of a well-known British national trait, dry humour on my part. Robertson, you don't think this man deserves to die? Yusuf Islam, who? Salman Rushdie? Robertson, yes. Yusuf Islam, yes, yes. Robertson, and do you have a duty to be his executioner? Islam, uh, no, not necessarily, unless we're in an Islamic state and I was ordered by a judge or by the authority to carry out such an act. Oh. Perhaps yes. Some minutes later, Robertson, on the subject of protest where an effigy of the author is to be burned, Robertson, would you be part of that protest, Yusuf Islam? Would you go on a demonstration where you knew that an effigy was going to be burned? Yusuf Islam, I would have hoped that it would be the real thing. Later, Islam stated the following about his above-mentioned comments. They, they were jokes. I foolishly made, of, made light of certain provocative questions <laughs> when asked what I'd do if Salman Rushdie entered a rest restaurant in which I was eating. I said I would probably call up Ayatollah Khomeini and rather than going on a demonstration to burn an effigy of the author, I jokingly said I would have preferred that it would be the real thing. What was the name of the programme? It was called Jeffrey Robertson's Hypotheticals. Okay. Um... And Jeffrey Robinson, Robertson is a QC. Um, hang on a minute. Let's... The sun has just set, Yusuf Islam, behind your Islamic center at Islington. You've completed your fourth prayer of the day. Time for supper. You go to eat at a little halal restaurant near your Islamic center in Islington. As you're halfway through your meal, 
you suddenly recognize a man at a nearby table. He's an author. His name is Salman Rushdie. What do you do? Depends on my mood that evening. I mean, I may concentrate more on my meal, or I may concentrate on the... I can't answer that very clearly. You don't think that this man deserves to die? Who? Salman Rushdie? Yes. 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 And do, do you have a duty to be his executioner? Um, no, not necessarily, unless we were in an Islamic state and I was ordered, let's say, by the uh, judge or it, by not, the authority. Not the funniest gag I've ever heard. An act, perhaps, yes. Yes. Gets on the front page of the Independent. Weeks later, nothing has happened. The book is still in stock. They hold, come to you and say, we want to hold another demonstration. March to the town hall. This time, we're going to burn an effigy. An effigy of the author. Is that all right? We are going to be questioning the motives. Because it may now be a situation where they are wanting to cause breach of the peace. Mm -hmm. Or the situation is likely to encourage people to... Um, cause public disorder. The town square is going to be full of Muslims. We're going to peacefully club the effigy to death. I would be looking at the, um, the, the demonstrations itself. I would be looking what opposition has been attracted. Would you be part of that protest, Yusuf Islam? Would you go to a demonstration where you knew that an effigy was going to be burnt? I would have hoped that it would be the real thing, but actually, no, if it's just an effigy, I don't think I'd be that moved to go there. Yeah. Um, can I still listen to Morning Has Broken? <laughs> but he's walked that back since, I think, hasn't he? Yeah, he's since. obviously thought better of it yeah. for whatever reason. Well, he was very, ex very extreme. Extreme is a powerful word, isn't it? He was, when he was, the first few years of his faith, he was very followed it by the letter that's why he stopped making music because his interpretation was you weren't allowed to make music with stringed instruments you could do it like drums and stuff but you couldn't do it with stringed instruments he also divorced his wife and married or maybe he wasn't married but he um had an arranged marriage and all of that i'm gonna say it nonsense um I don't know. There we go. Well, that's that sorted. But Salman Rushdie, is he, is, has Salman Rushdie still got a fatwa? I think so. Or did he lose oh, some weight? Oh, God. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. I have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Hmm. Oh three four 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 nine nine uh one thousand is the telephone number. Um Latex Hollywood sorry, Latex Halloween the call straight to air by the way. Latex Halloween scars on sale at home bargains have been causing a stir for their resemblance to something entirely more X rated. The horror movie style special effects were spotted on sale at the bargain store in Newton Abbott, Devon. The gory props are designed to mimic a wound. But after a picture of them was posted on the local Facebook group, they sparked a very different reaction. Many compared the latex scars to a vagina, with social media users baffled at the design. One says, glad you said it's home bargains. I thought it was Ann Summers. <laughs> and somebody else said, my, I must admit, my first thoughts were not Halloween related. 
Another admitted, I'm not the only one I thought was being a pervert. Another joke, stop fannying around. Home bargains were approached for comment, but spokesman told Devon Live the company was not able to comment. And they do look like um, the openings to um, a flashlight. I don't know to mime it there. Sorry, I just couldn't think what the word was. But um, they do look, <laughs> Hello Scream, Latex Scar. It's, only, it's a little bit of saucy fun. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. If you need milk or if you need bread, then there's a place where you should head at the supermarket. You can buy everything. This sounds like Cat Stevens. Grocery shopping. You can do Okay, um, by the way, I've just found this. Up your bum. Up your bum. Dickhead. Phoning me up and say up my bum. Outrageous. What you got, Boily? Well, um, have this. Oh, she's coming in, uh, she's coming in hard and fast. When getting ready to hit the club with your closest gal pals, muses the mirror, you're likely to spritz yourself in your favourite perfume before you dash out the door. Excellent point. But one woman has a slightly different ritual she follows when preparing for a big night out. She pees on her hands, then rubs it through her hair. Almost. Shan Boudram has claimed that she uses her vaginal fluids... Oh, my God! ...as her signature scent when she goes out on the town, and it acts like a love potion, causing those attracted to women to flock to her. Love potion number 69. I've actually heard of this before. The sexologist has written about it in her new book, The Game of Desire. How to smell of fanny. And shared an excerpt about the bizarre trick with Refinery29. In the uh, excerpt... What's it called, How to Have Fanny? What's it called? um, Smell my fanny. Uh, The Game of Desire. The Game of Desire. Okay. In the excerpt, she explains why she covers herself. I don't think she says covers herself in it. Covers herself. In her own bodily fluids. She explains. I'm going to. I think she's. She's got to be American, hasn't she? Shannon Boudram. She explains. Vaginal fluids, especially around ovulation, really any time. I'm doing a, like uh, Samantha from Sex and the City because it's a sort of mucky goings on that she likes. Shannon Boudram. Okay. Vaginal fluids, especially around ovulation, but really any time. Are you doing the voice? Yeah, I'm doing um, Samantha from Sex and the City. You know the really mucky one. The dirty one. She'd definitely Those do girls this, are wouldn't so she? She'd definitely try this, and then Carrie would write about it. Oh. What about your fanny? Oh. Um, anyway, vaginal fluids, especially around ovulation, but really any time you want to feel an extra boost of confidence, can serve as a love potion. Hang on a second, sorry. This uh, is what she. This is exactly what she sounds like. Go on. Oh, hang on. Why won't it play? Oh, why? Hang on a minute. Oh, I've got. I've, I have video footage of her, um, and I can't get it to. 
play Shannon Boudram. Oh, it's frustrating. Shannon Boudram. She's she's quite young. Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. Very young, beautiful woman. Um, oh, let me try. Okay, let's try let's try this one. Oh, hang on. This is her telling her telling my parents about my telling my parents about my. Still using Google. Oh, very deep voice. Okay, there we go. Here we go. There we go. This is it. So I actually went on social media and I told people I was going to film this video and asked them which videos they would like to see you react to. So, mm-hmm. um, so they're obviously going to be the most uncomfortable ones. I want to share a secret with you guys. Me, for example, I'm in an open relationship. This one in particular started not feeling well all the time. Hello there, lovers and friends. These two individuals here are my loves and they're my friends, but mostly they're my creators, also known as my parents. We're friends. Do you want us to be honest? I want you to be honest. Absolutely. What percentage of my videos would you say that you watch? I watch probably about... 75 to 80%. Ooh. I'm close to 100, but then again, I'm lying. So probably about the <laughs> same as your mom. Okay, so I thought we would kick things off with your video. Give all the functions and mm-hmm. the health benefits of orgasm. I mm-hmm. want you guys to live a long time. Mm-hmm. And so. I well, well, even for men, ejaculation is the best way to prevent prostate cancer. Yeah. It's the, actually trumps everything else because the, your so seminal fluid, the white stuff. Oh, Dad, stop it. Out. <laughs> they know, Dad. Okay. If you watch his channel, they know. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about people who think it's creepy that... Yeah, it's, it's one where she's having sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this last thing I'm going to show, I really don't want to show, but it was the most requested one. Yeah. I don't know, that's why. And this is the one that they wanted to have our reaction to. This yes. is the most requested. This is the like, most requested. How would you want to show a parent a video of you having sex to your parents? For likes. Well, she's only got 93,000 views. Um, we'll get, come in a second. We'll come in a second. Sorry. <laughs> I do apologize. We got a call. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. I'm on the air. I'm on the air. Nigel. Nigel, you've got to start the phone conversation. This is the last time I'm going to say it, mate. You've got to start the phone conversations in the one spot in your house where you can get a phone signal. Oh, uh, yeah. Hang on a second. I'll just get off. Sorry. Yeah. Um, next time, just start there because... Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's all right, Nigel. What have you got for us? Trim it. Isn't it? Yeah, can't can't hear you, Nigel. So, what have you got for us, mate? Absolutely nothing. It would appear. Carry on, Catherine. Thank you. Okay. So now we know what she sounds like. That's good to know. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks for that research. You're very welcome. She explains. I can do more research on her videos. No, if you it's want. fine. It's fine. You can do that privately. Oh, okay. 
She explains. So her voice is a bit more vaginal fluids. All right. Okay. Especially around ovulation, but really any time you want to feel an extra boost of confidence can serve as a love potion. Yeah. Here's why. I'm often asked to confirm or deny the myth that eating an excessive amount of pineapple will make someone taste better during oral sex. My response is, if you think it makes you taste better, then it absolutely works. Similarly, regardless of if vaginal pheromones truly make a person irresistible or not, the fact you think it does will cause you to act in a bolder, more confident manner. She goes on to teach people how and where to apply their own natural scent to themselves. The first step is to wash your hands. Um. And then, I mean, you know what she's doing. Okay, I don't need to say it, do I? Don't say it. Um. How do you do it? Move your finger around in your vaginal opening. Oy. The goal, she says, is to get a new sample from the Bartolans glands, which are the size of a pea but play a large role in a vaginal lubrication. She continues to say that once you've got a good amount, oh god, a good amount of wetness, you can go ahead and rub it on your neck, collarbone, and wrists, pretty much where you'd put your um, Charlie or uh, Tweed. Apparently, this will so make she's, you. She's been getting it from her Charlie. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> getting it from her Charlie <laughs> apparently this will make you smell pretty good to potential partners unless you've got bacterial vaginosis in which case you Excuse won't me, be love. smelling so hot you not think of Fanny <laughs> oh my god Boudram claims that she used a technique countless times over the past 10 years and gets mixed results each time I bet she does Sometimes people are flocking to me sometimes I don't notice a difference she confesses but I'm always followed by cats <laughs> I would say you aren't here because this is where you're meant to be. You aren't in this circumstance because you can't do any better or that you aren't any better. You're here because you're afraid. You're here because you've allowed other people to tell you that this is your potential. But you know what your potential is. You know what you're capable of doing. So why aren't you doing that? And I get it, it's not easy, and I get it, it comes with heartbreak and disappointing other people, and sometimes even setting yourself back, and maybe choice even... She's going to come on the show, I've just tweeted her. She's not said yes, but I think she's going to say yes. I'm certain that every single time I employ it, it makes me feel like an enchanted goddess with a delicious secret, she says. Okay, it ain't secret no more. Sorry? Hello? No, 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 not straight to air. Yeah, straight to air. Oh, I've already called, so I can't. I can't have double bubble. You straight to air, you can have double bubble. The rules don't apply. Oh, I didn't know about the rule about the rules. What were you doing then? Why did you ring? You wanted to have a chat with Sam. Well, yeah, really, yeah. I wanted to say, I wanted to actually just say, I tried to make a joke earlier, and it actually sounded like I was making a complaint, so I was kind of apologising. But, um... Also, have you got a tip for, like, how to get the sound into the phone directly to sort of talk, to, you know, to put across to people? Yeah, I'll let Kath answer this one. She's, she's good at this kind of stuff. Kath, yeah, have you tried you, I, I don't know. You've tried using what? your mouth it, properly and putting it near the phone. Oh, the mouth. Yeah. You know, um, you know the flapping hole. Oh. Uh, that shit comes out of. <laughs> Oh, hang on, hang on, because you're going to have to be more specific here. <laughs> um, guys? Mm. Are they still there? I think so. Are they still there? 
get rid of them. Shanna's replied, I would love to. Um, do you want to email her? She's just tweeted us her email address. Sure. Um, email incoming. Let's get her on next week. Let's get her on Monday next week. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be you know, good. I'm all about embracing and I don't want people to be squeamish about their fannies and stuff. I just don't want to. Well, we can say, do you know what? I think she'll get it. I think she, I think I think she gets it. I think she gets it on a regular basis. I think we'll have a. I think she'll be good. I think we'll have a good laugh with her. I, li- I like. Um, I like. I'm laughing at her videos there, but I liked it. I like that. I, I, I the. Uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTubers recently because my kids like YouTubers, and um, I mean a lot of them are rubbish. But that was quite. She was quite good there. But they were my boys were watching something. It's these gamers, but they were just drinking sodas, right? Sodas versus real food. Um. And so they would have like um, pickle flavored soda. Ugh. Um, d- uh, PBJ. You know what PBJ is? Peanut butter peanut, jelly. Peanut, PBJ soda. Uh, I've got back into jam sandwiches in a big way. Yeah, recently. you were saying. Oh my God, they're so good. Do you want to send Shan an email? Or I'll DM her. She's just followed me. Oh, there you go. Fine, good, do it. Um, let's uh, you DM her. You start chatting with her, and uh, let's get her on. She sounds fun. I want to know what the, if that's tip, if that's one of the five tips, what the hell are the others? Also, she's not come up with this by herself. I've heard of this being a thing oh, before. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Tip number two. I put a it... pinky up your ass. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, that works. Trust me, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, I smell like a Boddington's factory when I met him. That's what he likes. Right. <laughs> We'll take it, we'll play the trail, we'll do the ads in a little bit. This, did we do the trail? We didn't, did we? This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I love this job. And the internet, as much as I, I hate Twitter and stuff, that is great that Kath finds a story like that. While she's talking, I'm messaging the, um, the young woman involved. And then during the breaks, Kath is sorting out getting her on the show next week. That's what it's all about. Let's get, let's get, um, let's get uh, Shamboodram on. I think we'll have a laugh with her. I think that'll be, um, fun. Let's try and sell a couple of copies of a goddamn book. Uh, this is the late night alternative. We don't do Brexit. I know you've found the only oasis on British phone in radio where we can escape that absolute bullshine. Very strange vibe in the whole country. I would say, my message there, you're good. Done. I would say at the moment, so, um, we're just sort of having a nice relaxed show. We're talking about the dark vibe that is going around. And for the last 20 minutes of the show, it is calls straight to... Uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Did we finish the Shan story? Yeah, Got I there we did, in the yeah. End? Uh, I... Thank you, Gareth. That's very kind of you. Um, I went to Sex today, Computer Exchange, because I had to take a couple of games back. I'd ordered doubles. And I they got 50... The one in Aylesbury, they got a whole wall of 50p DVDs. I got Crash and... Uh, Isn't that a pervy one? No. Uh, no, not Crash. Death Race. De- Crash is the one where they all have sex in car crashes. Yeah. Um, Death I never Race, saw that, but I heard about it. I just watched the first ten minutes. It was boring. Um... So the uh, Death Race, starring Jason Statham, 50p. Mechanic. Starring. Jason Statham, 50p. Then when I was at the till, I noticed, I said, there's a big pile of DVDs. And I went, 
Are these for sale? Yeah, we've not put them out yet. Mechanic Resurrection, £1.50. Who's in that? Jason Statham. Oh. Nicholas Boye. So, uh, started watching, uh, Death Race today. Very exciting, very exciting. What the, happens in it? He, he has a Death Race at, with Lovejoy. Uh, it's good, but they do that thing when they want to make, like, they want to pretend it's a little bit more than just, you know, a load of thumbs driving cars and firing guns at each other. Yeah. In an apocalyptic future. Mm-hmm. They make it look a bit grey. Yeah. You know what I mean? They make it look a bit grey. It's, it's art, this. It's so art. it's a serious film. And I'm thinking, no, make it, because I watched Crash, d- d- um, Crank the other day, that's it, Crank. And that's very, you know, colourful and over the top. Have you seen Death Race, Sam? I, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've done 45 minutes. I found myself looking at my phone quite I a lot. I watch it regularly. It's one of my sister's favourite films. Sorry? She loves it. <laughs> you watch it regularly? Yeah. I got it for 50p. I've met your sister, haven't I? I've met your sister, haven't I? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. If she, I, I'm not, you know, I'm courting. But if she wants to come around and watch it in a different environment, I've got it. I can lend her my copy if she wants to watch two at once. I'm cool with that. So how many times have you seen um, Death Race? I mean, it's double digits. Like, it's got to be 15 odd. Oh, right. Well, well, okay. As a guess. Well. How much did she pay for it? Um, I don't know, because we've had, it's one of those things that we've had for so long. Yeah. Like, I think we got it as soon as it came she out. Because well, like yeah. I think I saw it at the cinema yeah. or something at the time. I got it 50p. Because yeah. them DVDs used to be a lot more pricey, didn't they? I was, um, I was stood in, in Computer Exchange. I don't know that many Jason Statham films. So I had Jason Statham, Jason Statham's IMDB page open, going, right, mechanic. No, they haven't got it. Uh, and just go and looking for the films, and then I found those three. I was so thrilled, so thrilled. Mm. That's 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 life to me. That's what life to me. I've run out of stuff to say. I'm taking four children to the cinema by myself tomorrow. Oh, I threw something up there and it didn't come down. Spooky. Well, you wonder bad. why the studio makes noises. Yeah, it does. It just rattles. It's full of what, experiments. What are you going to see? Uh, Angry Birds 2. You'll like it. It's a good film. Not as good as the first one. I can't really remember the plot of the first one, so I might have to re-familiarise myself. You know the game Angry Birds? Yeah. Is that? Am I right in thinking that in the first one... Spoiler alert, by the way, if you've not seen Angry Birds. What's that noise? Sorry, I'm just letting out a slow one. Gosh, a low rumble. Yeah. Sorry. It's like an underground train. Yeah, well... In a way, it is. Please tell us what happens in Angry Birds. Angry Birds, if I remember rightly, the pigs arrive and uh, everyone thinks they're nice, but they're not. Yeah. Then what happens at the end? They, um, the the Angry Birds fire off into the pig city and, and rescue the babies. Yes. Um, oh, because they're eating the eggs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they then they go home. Okay. So Angry Birds two, back in the habit. Is, Angry Birds uh, two, same thing happen? except it's eagles. Ah, uh, yeah, because that's the next level, right? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. my God, this could go on forever. It's, it's, it, it, the second one's not as good. The first one's great. The first one is my eldest favourite film, mm-hmm. and he told me he watched it five times in one day once. <laughs> so like, he's on a par with your sister the girls, and death. The girls like the Angry Birds film as well. It, it, it is, it is I thought one. that was going to be crap as well. It should have been. Yeah. Games based, uh, films based on games are always pony. Although Wreck-It Ralph was also good. Okay, but, uh, sorry, films based on games are always pony. Wreck-It Ralph's a game, right? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Was after the film. Yeah. So it is, yeah. No. Thanks very much, guys. Films based on games. Based on a game. It, well, it's not. You didn't say wait, based on a game already existing. Yeah, based Be on a, a game. Be a bit more specific. Games then. based on films. about things. Okay, you're a dickhead and you know it. Oh. Um, 03444991000, uh... Oh, hang on, we've not done this yet. Let me do do this. 
Don't, let's not do anything. Let's close the computers down. Did we do the adverts? Do the adverts. When we come back, we ain't doing nothing until we get some... Close the computer. Put the computer away. Unplug the computer. Put the computer away. We're not re- relying on any special effects for the last... Put it away. I can't... Well, it is away. I haven't got my case. We're not... Okay. We're not relying on any special effects for the last 20 minutes of the show. We're doing this own natural, right? Play the ads. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. This station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Okay, no special effects. We're going au naturel. Computers are closed, they're gone. We're going to take calls straight to air. We've only got about 11 minutes till Martin Kellner comes in. Killer Kellner. So, 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. Phone up. Do whatever you want. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. There's a seven second delay. With that in mind, let the games commence. Line one. You're on the wireless. Stephen's version, though, is it, you absolute prune? Uh, let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. There you go. A little insight into the workings of the great British mines. Oh, I suddenly became very self-conscious there, as I was, uh, as I said, uh, mine. No, as I said, great. Oh. There was a pause between great and British, and I thought, oh, I'm really hyper, hyper self-aware. Isn't it funny? Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Oh, is that me? That's you. Oh, Ian, hi. First time caller, uh, two things. Um, one, I wanted to talk about your conversation with, uh, was it Mel two nights ago? Yes. Um, yeah, you were recommending um, some audiobooks as, as part of uh, a possible therapy. Yours. Um just so you know, <clears throat> I was actually, I was off work for quite a while, um, a little bit ago, and all I did was listen to, well, not all I did, but mostly, um, Ian Lee stuff on, on YouTube, actually, oh, um, which I found very comforting. Hey, nice one, man, thank you. What, what kind yeah. of, what kind of stuff would, so, would have been helpful and not made things worse? No, yeah, so, um, I started off with, like, the kind of funny stuff, if you like, the yeah. characters, um, Barry... Obviously, uh, Stephen Murdoch, Professor Lavens. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously these are very serious people with Thank serious you. points to make, but I, I, I found it quite, quite amusing. Yes. Um, and, and then I kind of moved on to the more serious stuff. Um, it's, it's harder to remember those callers. Oh, no, but, I don't expect uh, a full discography. I just, just, I just curious. That's it, right? Well, yeah. hey, thank you, man. How, how, have things, no, have things improved? Yeah, yeah, much so. Yeah, I mean, this, this was about six months ago. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, everything's sort of back on track now. Brilliant. But honestly, I've listened to hundreds of uh, rabbit hole stuff and, and, and whatever wow. else on YouTube. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you. I recommend that to, to anyone else. Um, the second thing I was going to say is um, why PS4 and why not Xbox? Oh, did you just send me that tweet? I did, I did. <laughs> I just yeah. saw that. Um, and you got, I know. Yeah. Uh, you got a really funny um, picture of uh, you. Is it? I, I don't know all the Star Wars characters. Is it Darth Maul? It's not Darth Maul, <laughs> that, is it? Uh, it's it's not. It's Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Sorry. Are. Okay. I was only had a quick yeah, glimpse. Yeah, that's, that's all right. I've 
got both of them. Oh, I was a big okay. I was a big Xbox fan for a long, long time, and then about mm. about eighteen months ago, I bought a PS4 because I wanted to play a game that was only on the PS4, and I thought I'd treat myself. Um, what was and, that? Um, uh, do you know? Uh, no, it wasn't. I tell you what, it was. I wanted to start streaming to Twitch, and Xbox makes it tricky to stream to Twitch, or it certainly did about eighteen um, months ago, two years ago. Um, so, uh, so I got a PS4. And I was, I'd, I'd moved out of the marital home and I was, was living in a little bed sit mm. and I thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy something ridiculous and decadent for me. So I bought mm. a PS4 and a big telly. Um, but now I have both and my kids tend to pre prefer the Xbox One and I kinda prefer the PS4 but they're mm, both really sim, they're both really similar now. Yeah, I suppose they got the same game. A lot of games are cross-console now, yeah. anyway. You tried Apex Legends yet? I tried Apex Legends. I got a little bit bored of that after uh, a couple of months of that, because it was a bit samey. I prefer I prefer PUBG. I like Team Kills. What can I, I like Team Kills. You see, I'm only about a week into Apex Legends, and I'm not very good at it, but it seems better than Fortnite, right? Oh, it's better than Fortnite, because you ain't got to build stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exactly why I, I said can't building. build! Yeah. You ever play Fortnite? I, no, I can't. Uh, because, no. no, there's an unfair advantage <laughs> to people on PC, because they've got, like, all these little oh, macros they can do. Don't, oh, you keyboard. sound exactly like my eldest. Tell, he was telling me about the macros on PC. <sighs> yeah, I can't get my head around it. I mean, I'm in my 30s, and I just feel like I'm... I, when I was in the computer exchange shop... When I was in the computer mm. exchange shop today, I had to physically restrain myself from buying a Switch. I had to stop myself from buying it. I really want to, I want to wait until when the new Switch comes out, because I'm really hoping prices drop. Is there a new one? I, I have got one, um, but there's not many occasions where I really bring it out, to be honest. Get it I mean, out. Get it out. Yeah, I have to go. Cat's yeah. yawning. I have to go. That means too much computer game chat. Hey, no, listen, it just man. means I'm knackered. I'm, listen, I'm really glad you're feeling better, and thank you very much for the kind words you say. But imagine if someone phoned up depressed and suicidal, and I said, well... What you need to do is you need to find my YouTube channel and watch as many clips of me as you possibly yes. can find. That will sort you out. But thank you. I'm glad it worked for you, man. That really means a lot. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. The wheels of the bus are square. The wheels of the bus are square. Thank you. Let's go to line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line three. Hello, how are you doing? All right? I'm all right. Thanks very much. Yeah, um, uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, I was just, oh, by the way, Crank is one of the best films I've ever seen, by the way. Wow, you, you haven't seen many films. I mean, it's a great film, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's <laughs> wouldn't put it yeah, on there one with one of the best. Yes. films, sorry. Yes. Now, I was just, um, you were saying about earlier on about um, the vibes over the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, not vibe. being too good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's been like that for a while, actually. Um, just watching Periscope tonight, I got annoyed because it because it froze. And you direct, but twenty years ago, when uh, you remember Dial Up Modem, of course I remember Dial Up Modem. Oh, my favourite yeah, band. And, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, what I'm trying to say is, uh, we never used to, you know, used to take things with a pinch of salt them days, but yeah. we, we expect things on tap nowadays. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why people. Oh, what they are now, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, everyone expects everything now, and they expect it instantly, and they expect it for free, and they expect it to work, yeah. and God damn, if anyone's put any effort into making it, who cares, I want it now. Um, and I think there is an element, 
Yeah, I think there probably is an element of that, actually. That whole, um, 5G technical wizardry type thing going on. I hadn't considered that, but yeah, no, there's probably yeah. something in that. Yeah, exactly. That's all I want to say. Either is that, or I, I, uh, it was Casa Binia, uh, I like Casa uh, reasoning uh, that someone sprayed over the uh, atmosphere and yeah. made it all deluded. Where's, the, but, uh, where's but the penguin? I, I want to know where the penguin it's, is. Um, what do they call it? The the chemtrails. Mm. It's chemtrails. That's what it is. Thank you for that call. Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Quick, press play. Hello? too far away can't hear it this is the problem with modern mobile phones right is if you have it on speakerphone which you think would make sense if you're going to play something down the phone i've done this i phoned up that bruce lee podcast and played something down the phone and then when i heard it back i was so embarrassed because it was like this mm-hmm. couldn't hear it um the, but the, the speakerphone, it, it, it just doesn't work. The way the microphones are built is it kind of automatically cuts itself out if it gets too loud or something like that. So, um, it doesn't work. Oh, I've, I've pulled the fader off. Don't panic. So, sorry about that, 5453. Okay, they've gone. They've gone. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work. The old landlines, you could hold it up to the TV. Yeah. And it would play. Or to the rest of the family, because you were saying hello to grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would play it down. And now it's all like limiters and it cuts you off. And, uh, it, and if you're on speakerphone and I say something, then it automatically get, it's a bloody nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's killed the phone in radio industry. We've got another couple of minutes. Um, if anyone wants to give us a call, we'll take calls straight to air. Um, here comes one. Here comes one. Line one, you're on the wireless. It's almost like the internet's not working. Because the internet's not working. Are you joking? I'm not joking. Because the internet's not working. It's not working every day. Are you a real person? You're joking, I'm not joking. You're not a real person, are you recording? Are you joking? I'm not joking. Because the internet's not working. I'm not joking every day. Because the internet's not working. I'm not joking, are you working? Because the internet's not working. It's a good song. Are you? Are you a real person? I am a real person. Shut up, no! What's reversing? No, I am, I am, I am. I thought you were. Rec- I thought you were recording. <laughs> no, no, that was my song. I made it up. Oh man, you blew my mind. Genuinely, I, I was resigned. I kind of shrugged my shoulders. Oh, it's another recording. Mr. Gaz, at Mr. Gaz, at Mr. Gaz, at Mr. Gaz, at Mr. Gaz, do the song again. Cause the internet's not working. Are you joking? It's not working. Cause the internet's not working. Are you joking every day? Because the internet's not working, it's not working, are you joking? Because the internet's not working, it's not working, are you joking? Because the internet's not working, I'm not joking every day. That's it, man. Uh, Mr. Gaz, I can't find you. Is it MR Gaz? Mr. Gaz, yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Gaz, there you go. Oh! Gareth, how are you? Oh, it's Mr. Gaz! That's me, Mr. Gaz, here. I've heard you quite a few times. Are you the flautist? And now I'm not flawless, no. Oh, in that I case, many things, in that not, case, get, get, get lost. <laughs> oh gosh, hello, hello, uh, Mr. Gaz. Have we spoken Asian before? Brother, you're right. Yeah, we've spoken a couple of times. Yeah. You're a good-looking man. Look at yeah. that. Look at that. You, you wear that bow tie well. Yes, yes. 
The old dinner jacket is... Out of work rent boy, it was not very nice. Out of work? Well, you've got a very wealthy rent boy. Mr. Gaz, we have to go. Thank you for that. Good evening, Martin Kellner. Good evening to you. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Really tired. Tired. We both went to this water obstacle course thing yesterday with our kids, and we are, I'm going to say it, effed. Completely effed. Completely effed. Yes. Well, it doesn't come over. You sound full, Thank of, you, full of beans. Thank you, Martin. Thank brilliant. you. Brilliant. Marvelous. What you got this evening? Well, we have the curator of the uh, Sardine Museum. Oh, uh, the museum I know you've been after this for a long time. We certainly have. Well, everybody is. Yeah. Let's be honest. He's the guy that everyone wants down. to talk to. Yeah. He's turned us down. Couldn't, down. couldn't squeeze us we, in. We weren't big enough. No. Turn the rain down. Everything. Okay. But he is the uh, curator, the man at the uh, Museum of Sardines in Stavanger, yeah. and he's joining us wow. from Stavanger. Can I just? Can I actually? Can I? say something critical to both of you. Yeah. I heard it. I did a really funny joke just then. Yeah, I heard yeah. it. And neither oh, of you picked, yeah. picked up on it. He squeezed us in. He, he couldn't squeeze us in. Sardines. Oh, right. Well, you see, you should have said he couldn't pack us in because sardines, you never say sardines are squeezed. You say you're packed in like sardines. There's so much wrong with the joke, Martin. Let's not start with uh, Shut up. I don't like to deconstruct, but I, I think... Deconstruct but, your face with my foot in a minute, <laughs> Don't be salty, Ian. <laughs> Salty? Mm-hmm. But sardines aren't salty. They are. I've never had one. Have you never had a sardine? No, I haven't actually. Wow, I love Mike sardines. Reed gave me my first ever pork pie. Really? That's a real claim to fame. It is, isn't it? Wasn't Mike Reed the disc jockey or Mike Reed the... Mike Reed the racist disc jockey, not Mike Reed the racist comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Who's no longer with us. So He's not... What the hell there was like. a really weird show on Channel 5 once where Mike Reed wore a, a, a black man suit. What? Mike Reed the disc jockey or Mike Reed? Mike Reed the, the comedian. Comedian. He wore a black man suit uh, and, and like black man makeup and did stand up in a black man's voice. We'll play it on Monday. It was a real, you know, hello there. It was doing that. My and did God. a stand up set to see the effects of racism or oh, something. I think I might, yeah, I think I Some show. I'll, we'll find it. Um, hey, hang on, you've got no room to talk. You're playing Melting Pot, I read in the newspaper. You know, Kelly Black and Five, five years ago, yeah. I got, yeah. got in trouble for that. Fa- but it's still in the, it's in the paper. Yeah, I you, saw. Somebody obviously looked up Melting Pot and everybody. And then they put, put two and two you together. Know, I was, I was accused of being a racist. Mm. Martin Keller is coming up next. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Well, Kat and I will be back on Monday at 10 o'clock. This is Talk Radio. On DAB, digital radio, online and on mobile. We are Talk Radio.